one. Welcome to another edition of From the Great Beyond. <laughs> We're here with the original cast. Everybody made it today. We have the whole group together. It's nice when we have the whole congregation sitting, talking, discussing, mm -hmm. politics, <clears throat> conspiracies, breaking bread, aliens, UFOs. Starting the weekend. And yeah, it's the start of the weekend. Getting close to start a new week. Gotta refresh a little. I think also getting close to the start of a new season. That's, That's great out too, here. Huh? When's the season end? 23rd is the last day of, of summer. Damn. 23rd of this month. Mm -hmm. So it probably means like the 23rd of next month for Phoenicians. Yeah, maybe <laughs> even two months. Maybe even two months. Gotta call down Thanksgiving. halfway through next month. By Thanksgiving, we'll be good. Be cold as hell by then, probably. Hell yeah. I'm your co-host, Tolo, and I'm joined by these wonderful set of men. We got over here the Blunt Master General. This is Brodito, you already know. Salute. Rodeando y fumando. What are you rolling in there, dog? Um, this one's the Gorilla Glue. The Gorilla Glue. Oh, that one was bomb. We got the heavy hitters. Is that the yeah. one that you had the other day? Like the yesterday one I gave you? Before? Yeah, the stuff I gave you. Banging. Banging. Yeah, that's some real good stuff. Yeah, I came in a little in the cookies thing, you know, the burner stuff. So I don't know if it's nice. actually his shit or not. But Might. Well, it's cookies real is fucking fire. Cookies is out here now. Yeah, so. with uh, they signed with Herbal Wellness, right? One Ooh. of those herbal ones. Is it? Herbal I don't wellness? know if it's Herbal Wellness Ooh. or another one. It's I something with they herb, though. With one of the one of the people. people Probably Herbal Wellness. Herbal I like Center. It. I don't remember. So yeah. one of the ones. Uh, I got that, and I got some Purple Punch, man. It's fucking. Oh, I've, I've tried bomb. that before. Yeah, that shit was hardcore, bro. When he showed it to me, I was like, bro, I haven't seen weed like this in forever. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. Like, not even from dispensaries. It was just like an actual fucking nug, dog. Like, like you used to get back in the day. Tropical looking. Yeah. Blunt Master General, shout. Everything got fucking watered down with the weed. I'd like to ask some of the growers then, find a versus, do like a cookies versus haze versus kush, and then tell us the pros and cons of what they think sucks about the other one or why they Yeah, I'll be a dope video. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of opinions. Oh, we could do blind mm -hmm. tests with themselves. Oh, yeah, bro. dude. You know what? Pepsi Challenge? That way they're testing even other buds. Oh, yeah, I Here? bet they can taste yeah, it. Because there's people yeah. that don't... They, they'll taste it right there's away. There's people that don't like Kush. They prefer, like, the fruity buds. And there's yeah. people who people prefer like the Kush over any, like, right. fruity buds. Like, earthy over fruity. You know, it's, it's a whole different That's true. variation it's out there. Right. And then, yeah, all the different flavors. Yeah, yeah. The spice. You taste it, you say cookies. You say hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, purple, whatever. Yeah. I'm a degenerate. I like it all. Yeah, yeah. blueberry, blackberry. Totally all that. degenerate. Just smoke it, dog. Some, some people do base it off of uh, growing cycles, though, too. Like, That's what I wanted to hear from a grower's standpoint, because I bet there's reasons of that. Why yep. It, yeah. some I'm under, I'm it doesn't yield Reggie, as much. Or, that should be giving me headaches. Man. No Reggie over like, here. I think cookies is low yield, so yep. that would eat up your profits. You know yep. what I mean? Well, it's been a minute since I smoked any type of Reggie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I should use my homie migraine and shit towards the end of the day. My homie had it. And I don't. Know, <laughs> I'm not a, 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 a what do you call it? Snot or whatever. Snob. snob. We a weed snob. Yeah. You're a connoisseur. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Weed snob. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I smoke. I'm not gonna be an asshole. Uh, be like, oh, don't pass me that. Yeah, bro. I smoked <laughs> some like what a month ago at Roman's house because mm -hmm. he he smokes a lot of reg too. And a lot of reg. That looks pretty good. I'm much reggy still, but like, shit, roll it up. I'll smoke mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's always, it looks pretty good. I was like. <laughs> and then you smell the seed you're like yeah it's really bad now well yeah i don't some of it's pretty good yeah he does it old school style bro so with the with the plate so you got the mm -hmm. fucking stands on one yeah. side the seeds the, and then the 
rolling port. That's 80s style. Yeah, so he's still rolling. Seven, that in a minute, so man. He's <laughs> out in the hood over like by 15th Avenue, Fillmore. Oh, okay. By that Buster's uh, liquor store. You met me there, fool. Uh, oh, hey. yeah. So I know. Hey, so check this out. 70s was the record cover. They would flip it upside down. And, they, you know, there's that little dip where the, uh, the, the top of the record cover goes. And uh, they all the seeds would fall in there. And then they would just scoop out the weed. Oh, no. So it had a little technique. On yeah. It. I like that. So it all just flows into one, stays in one spot. And then the weed was on top. Hell yeah. And we got the other fucking vato that rolls blunts now, too. Sitting next to his papa. King J. <laughs> King J in the building. What are you rolling in there, King J? Um, you mind telling us? This one's from Soul Flower in Sun City. Got some hard candy. Soul? Like yes. S-O-U-L? What'd you say? Uh, S O L. Soul Flower in uh, Sun City. Got some hard candy right here. Beautiful. Hey, shout out to Sun City. All the old people out there smoking some good weed. I'd say another thing about Soul Flower that I've never saw at another dispensary is that when they have $45 half ounces, they let you choose. What Which type of strand you want? Oh, you can break oh, it down. Oh, that's it. Strain yeah. you want. So therefore, yeah, so therefore, it's not prepackaged strains that you have to just get all... Strands? Yep. <laughs> strands of hair. Yeah, there's <laughs> a little strand right there. Like. <laughs> so that, I've, never, I've never saw this mentor okay, like we're that. We're just teasing. We're just teasing. That's good information. No, that's though. I like that. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I was like, it. do I have to get just one kind? She's like, no, you can get up to four ace if you want for your house. Fuck yeah. I was like, what? No way. She's like, yeah, we don't. we just let you pick what you want. I was like, all right. So I was like, just pick out the best ones that you think are good. Then she's like, ooh. She's like, you put me on the hard spot. She's like, decisions. Mm. So, yeah, so she picked out all the ones. So we got some hard candy. Ooh. Um, some 50 first OG. Nice. Never heard of that. Yeah, 51 OG oh, right there. I'll, I'll, that I'll some up. of that one up right now. Yeah. Uh, then we got some black water plus watermelon. Oh. Like black water's an OG. Good. And then lastly, but not least, some purple inferno. Whoa! Beautiful. Nice, good take today. So they're saying, "Hey, we're gonna treat you right. We're gonna get good you out the door with." Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Great pick. Hey, he's been learning off the general. That's general. Got a little hookup from them too, because uh, they were doing it when they first opened their first. Your for your first three time patients, you could get um, you could get a cart, uh, a copper state cart for free. Mm. But then when I went in there this time, I asked her. She's like, "Unfortunately, no, we stopped doing that." She's like, but I had brought the magazines too. Yeah. She's like, but for you, she's like, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Oh, nice. So I got the free card as well. I was like, okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. I, I Trophy say, Master General. I would say about three hours ago, I was hungover as yeah. fuck because uh, me and Frank is were <laughs> drinking until like three in the morning. <laughs> Kicking them back. How do you how are you feeling, Franco? I'm alright. My my body is just a little sore. Uh, from you guys are both looking uh, like other, other uh, reasons. Whoa! But no, we we had our death defying, literally death defying night. Friday, mm. We have a Friday the Thirteenth uh, story where we almost uh, died. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Should we talk about it now? Yeah. Let's wait for the intros. Yeah, yeah we'll do the intros. So, but well, uh, the person on the mic talking right now is uh, me. Oh, Franco. You are. <laughs> no, no, not body, he's on that side of body, Franco. <laughs> Me? <laughs> it sounded like Alto was, uh, he's having was speaking about himself. Guys. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Franco. I'm still recovering. Like I said, <laughs> I'm still waking up. I had me a fat boy menudo at Taco Tote, yeah, so that yeah. shit was banging. That's how you do that. I had some delicious uh, Did it cure? Um, breakfast oh, yeah. breakfast biscuit muffins from uh, mm. from King, the king right here, King yeah. J. It's all that collagen, bro. It rebuilds your brain back to normal, dog. Yeah. Brings you back. Well, I hope that helped you a little <laughs> bit. I don't like bro science, but 
I love it. Flushes no, your I, body. I think, yeah, dude, bones and broth. Stone I science. think every culture, right? Needs that. Like what culture doesn't you need that. cook bones yeah. and water and collagen? And yeah. That's really, that's really good, whatever that one is right there in that. Straight that's up, straight yeah. up. That's the one the that talks to the up. stars. That's that, uh, we got the one that talks to the stars. Yo, mi alto. Illustrates on Instagram. Dope. I like your hair, bro. Gracias. Looks nice. You have a lot of like, hair. Like, like, not, like, that's, that's a Don, Fr- that's a Don yeah. Francisco. Yeah. That's a volume over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that Don Francisco. Very look. slick, I see. Got a pro. <laughs> they need to do a shoot of you just like coming out the ocean water. Like, like, on just my hair. hair. Just you, your hair. Like, <laughs> you, use Gar- <laughs> you use Garnier, huh? Yeah. Uh, head and shoulders, man. Head and shoulders. Pantene Pro V. Give you that bounce. That shine. I went with the old school torta with huevos y jamón. Dude, my daughter ate a huevo at the taco tote. I'm like, you want fries? She's like, no, I want huevo. Good <laughs> <laughs> thing we're at a Mexican place, so you know. Chalón huevo. Yeah. Yeah, just that. Un huevo, por favor. Huevo, mijo. She's like, huevo, mijo. Huevo, mijo. Huevo, mijo. Huevo, mijo. Huevo, mijo. Huevo, mijo. We got the OG of OGs. Oh, oh. What, what am I at now? Hold on. Hold on. What level? What am I today? What did I get to? Uh, did you get your white wizard beard yet? Not yet. Not no. Yet. I'm just barely the CNN of the streets uh, <laughs> representing. Uh, where, where are we at? Hold on. Where uh, at? The hold on. Osborne, it was. Uh, Mothership. Where it the was. Mothership? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I had a new one. Damn it. Uh, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll just go with old Nephilim today since I can't remember it. Oh, you had a new, a good a one. A new name. Yeah, it was, it was uh, the dude who used to do the broadcasting. Fuck, like he would go to war and shit, and he'd be like, "Yo, this dead brother or whatever." No, no, no. He was like a, he was it's like, like Geraldo. <laughs> it was like an actual like war, an actual like war reporter. But it was like he, Dan Rather. Yeah, that dude, Dan oh, yeah. Rather. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rather. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. See, ruined. Like Rather. Rath. Yeah. So. Nephilim Rather. You know. I'm Tolo Rockefeller. Nice. <laughs> nice. And we got Mr. Cannabis Cactus himself. Joining us back from his trip to New Mexico again. That's dope, dude. I love it. Expanding. Super love it. Yeah, moving. we're making moves. We're getting. It. We're doing the Southwest thing, and I'm ready. I'm ready to listen today. I've already talked too much. I know we got some big clips to play. We got some big updates. Did you go up to Roswell or what? Different. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't make it that far east. Mm. But uh, that's something we definitely should do. But uh, there's a lot of little Roswells out there. Las Cruces, uh, all these little towns. Everything I like. Especially on the highway, everything got like Sandworth. alien, dinosaur-related yeah. shit to it. Mm-hmm. I like how, how does it feel out, driving? Dinosaurs everywhere. Yeah. How does it feel driving? Like, does it, does it feel different? Volcanoes like, was a lot easier to fly. It's a 35-minute flight, and I saw a wildfire. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I just, it wasn't a wildfire. Control. Control. Volcano I saw erupting. a controlled fire coming back oh, in. Controlled. So, like, they're, they're burning up in Flagstaff to, like, try and keep it safe for next year. It was pretty... It was pretty cool to see, like, that. Up in the air. Yeah. Up in the air. At first, I was like, oh, shit, that's a fire. So I put it on the story. That's a fire, boys. Bro, on your videos, you look like you own the fucking plane. Yeah. G6 in it. There's, like, all, like, six people on there. He's all walking through, just (laughs) recording everybody, recording everything. The worker's like, "Uh, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sir, can you sit down? Yeah, I got nervous, so I said, you want to be on camera? And he's like, for what? And I was like, for being oh, keeping like, oh, the sure. and then you like went and then you back back up. <laughs> it's for being you. It's for being, being you. Hey, one of my Bro. favorite parts is when you when you uh, only wash one hand when you're using the oh, restroom. Yeah. You immediately come out and give somebody a high five. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Check that video. That's like a, you're supposed to think that I washed the other hand not on camera, but you guys know I did. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the immediate next clip and the whole thing with the pilot. <laughs> yeah, you were right about that. I came on. I came in on him hard. He already had assumed position on the yep. flight attendant, showing her something on the Instagram, doing Girl, a Pierre day. Hey, look at this. Yeah, cock blocking. Who put that? Somebody put that on the comments, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that part was funny though. I love that video. That was <laughs> I didn't Ch- watch. Check I out. watched the video because of your comment. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, "Was he cock blocking?" And I went back to watch it. <laughs> well, I told him I was like, "I want to show your tie," you know. Uh, but then he wasn't paying attention to me, and I was like, "Hey, how was that?" I'm, I was wanting to ask. You, I mean, well, actually, it'll probably fit into where we're going to on the show. Um, what was it like? Because it was on 9/11, right? That you flew. Nobody said a word. Uh, dead silence not, a, not in the airport there was no kind of any memorial nobody even brought that up or, so I felt corny even bringing it up like oh wait is this something we don't say any other day now is it cliche to yeah, it's like bad for business you know huh? I mean? so I just kind of posted hey bad thanks juju. Southwest for keeping yeah. the skies friendly and comfortable mm-hmm. what they're known for doing because they were super friendly we got on the plane they're like sit wherever you want do whatever you want yeah Southwest is cool super cool yeah on the way they just hooked it up like that yeah Plus they it, don't was pretty, it was like half out. empty so I just went and sat in my own row you know well, they they that's funny now. it was half empty they just chucked half out a couple of people no one want to fly for 9/11. Not on that day. No. Oh, book another flight. But Definitely. I thought the same thing. Tomorrow. Like, is this something where it's not appropriate to say, or is it appropriate to say? Or it's it... like it's like bringing up Tenement Square in uh, China. But, uh, I mean, I woke up that morning to like when I opened my Floyd's Facebook. The first thing I saw was we won't we won't ever forget slavery. And I was like, oh okay, I don't want to make any tension with anybody because now if I you know is that you know. Yeah, never. Because I agree, never forget slavery. Yeah, but I didn't want to make that day about slavery. anything. Any, any horrors where people yeah. lose their life. It's supposed to unite yeah, us. The day's supposed to unite us. That's what it's supposed to do. Wait, what happened? The day is supposed to unite us. Yeah. Like the memorial of it. You know what that day, that day did was really... Um, supposed to be the It really the made keyword. people think differently, right? Whether you think government or safety, but that was a day... The world changed. Yeah. Oh, that was the day conspiracies yeah. took over the world, bro. That, that's like the biggest... That's what got me into conspiracies watching... The loose change 911. That's how they were saying it was all uh, George yeah, Bush. Yeah, that's shit. true. I think that video came out in. Remember that immortal. 2004, maybe? Even immortal technique put it in a track. Yeah, the whole time. I've got a clip. Yeah. It was you. There's a funny clip I'd like to play you guys. Um, I have that on vinyl. Ten years ago was the Kanye West uh, Taylor Swift thing where he got on stage and said Beyonce had the best video of all time. So that was what got me on this. And then the next clip I saw was. I've never seen this before. It's a live telethon benefiting Katrina. With Mike Myers. With Mike Myers. Oh, I've and never he seen says, that. And he says Bush yeah, doesn't exactly. like black people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seen that? I've yeah. never. It, I've seen that. I was like. That was for the I release. was just like, wow, dude. There's like a whole conspiracy theory behind that. Really? Yeah, so probably said that. And that's, they got into the car accident. Like, all this shit oh, happened. Really? The Illuminati theories. That's oh, where, like, the Illuminati theories really broke off, too, right. man. I mean, just for me, Mike Myers' face and Chris Tucker's face. Just, I laughed for, like, I just had yeah, to Yeah, they're like, uh, the camera pans back to them. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Mike Myers got that awkward, like, that white guy, like, <laughs> the cameraman's but, but, like, somebody <laughs> say something. <laughs> you hear a guy in the background go, oh, my God. <laughs> like, real faint. Really? Mike Myers' face, though, he's like. <laughs> he's like, we're on live TV. I, you know. And someone as creative as Mike Myers doesn't know what to say. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> shit yeah. just got crazy. Couldn't bounce back quick enough. Yeah, it was, it was trippy stuff, man. Yeah. 
But yeah, so back to the 9-11 thing, this was the first year where I wasn't sure what to think. And I didn't know if that's just the culture that we all have about, I was like, man, what's going on in my head? It's it's weird. I didn't know really what to say or think. Yeah, 9-11 is the first conspiracy I really mm-hmm. watch documentaries on. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think same here, Brian. But that then, and JFK. Yeah, but who the fuck knows, dude, you know? Everything's catered to to paint a narrative, which Loose Change 911 is painting their own narrative. So they'll they'll break down a video however they want to, mm-hmm. and then right. teach you their science and have the scientists that's backing them. So nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just how they were talking about that. Maybe there was explosives in there, but they said there's no way that can be even confirmed either that that was the case. We, we got to get into it, man. Oh, yeah, there would have been no yeah. leftover for that. They, t- they talk about uh, even being some of it CGI, where that they uh, CGI'd oh, see, a plane see, I've never heard it. that. I've heard those. Yeah. I don't believe those. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I just did. That's all, you know, just yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah, 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 it, it was a real attack funded by people here, yeah. in my opinion. In the background, yeah. Like, in, we in funded before, the money yeah. to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia had the context of the Taliban and Al-Qaeda Trained and all that. Them they brought him over. You know what? Uh, they go, oh, go I was going to say, it kind of goes back to what I studied way before this, which is like how America was started, uh, this thing called order out of chaos. And like what it is is, you know, the people in charge, they bring the problems and they also have the solution. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they create uh, black op governments where they go and they train people how to destroy uh, governments that they want to invade. Oh, from the inside yes. out, like a Trojan horse. Yeah. Like without you uh, even knowing it's happening. Yep. Yeah. We so, have actual documentation of mm-hmm. this with our government in Italy yeah. and in Brazil. And so, in, like, yeah. it's trippy stuff, man. Their prime ministers actually called us out. You know, like, no, they, they came, they trained our agents on how to blow up public transportation. You know, and, like, they have actual, actual like, uh, written documentation where it says you have to target the women and the children. That's how you get a rise out of the public. Wow. Yeah. You know, and they're like, and this is RCIA, man. That's so. interesting. Weren't Bush and Bin Laden homies? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Laden was at the, oh, yeah. at the White House several they, times. Their whole family. Money. Yeah, they're they're family. Kind of business deal, though, so right? It's, they're both from oil-rich families. So like dynasties, if you go back, right? Yep, go back to uh, uh, the grandfather Bush, uh, I think Herbert Preston, like, his father. Yeah, it's I believe Preston, Preston? Bush. Yeah, yeah, he he. He's the one that funded both sides of the Nazi. Exactly. You got to do the Bank of America. Do the research, but he he basically was funding money through IBM, giving it to the uh, regime, the Nazis, giving them uh, like certain types of metals and stuff like that for them to make weapons and all this stuff, and funding that, weapons and then knowing that the outcome was gonna be for their political gain after the war was over. So it was like they profited off of like backing this person going to war, and yet we were fighting this person, and they yeah. were you know U.S. like well, they, it's like treason, you know. They putting I mean? chips on both sides of the table. Yeah, chips. You know, yes, no diversification is the way they probably see it. Their their worst fear, and one of our presidents has said it before in a UN meeting, is for either side to win. Like we found a way to make money off a of generational war. We need the wars to continue because they're buying boats from me and they're buying guns from me. Right. They're buying me the boats, and I'm selling the other side the missiles to stop the boats. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and that goes back to 9/11. The people that really profited from it was like Halliburton, big Halliburton, war uh, profiting, right. you know, companies. Big Cheney, a big he part was of that. Big Cheney was, was the actual. Yeah. Big, the, yeah. 
the president yep. of the and they Donald company. Rumsfeld, well, he was yeah. on the board of Monsanto. They got like an eleven million dollar severance package. Well, they got yeah. They, Bush. they had no what do you call it? No bid. No bid contracts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whatever the price was, that's it. There's nobody gonna come and outbid you or right. They ain't taking bids, so mm-hmm. they they were just responsible to rebuild. What was it? Iraq. That's and, the right. one that was Iraq for sale. There's a documentary yeah. on that. Is this specifically like about that? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I was, yeah, just who polices the police. That's the laws of who, nature, though, right there. That's what I think. Yeah. Like, how would we not think we would operate in our best interest if we were at that level? But then also, how do we not more decent humans at that level? You know what I mean? What does it take to get to that level that you there's more levels sell to go. your yeah. soul or whatever? Yeah. There's still more levels to go. Yeah. Because how come there's not more, like, decent? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Now they're going to go to space, you know? And yeah. then we're going to dominate space. And then from space, we're going to dominate galaxies. And from galaxies, we're going to dominate, you know? universities but we even <laughs> dominate on a, on a microcosmic level too though because the the gene splicing the changing Same of foods sounds, yeah. the uh so one thing i was gonna say i wanted to uh get into a, a little bit more i know we're gonna touch on the whole 9 11 because it's the um it's the uh, or the uh anniversary anniversary a oh, couple days touched. ago so ooh. We're, but, t- we're touched. Yeah. yeah we, we got into that. Yeah, I was going to say the, uh, the the people that really profitized was off of buildings that weren't even knocked down originally. It was after, you know, they took out to those big. Yeah, they had to take those big mm-hmm. insurance policies out on them prior to them falling down. Then they knocked these down and they, you know. That had just them. happened too, right? That dude had just took out the owner. Yeah, literally like a like week before. Like a week before, before a day before some. And like something so close to the event uh-huh. that you got the privatized militaries to bomb them, yep. level the ground, and they had the construction companies come in. Yeah, they build took back up. they took away all of the uh, the evidence, which was the molten metal, all the you know the stuff that they could have said was either an explosion, a plane, or what they took and they scrapped all of the. Uh, the evidence, evidence. They were like ready to go, man. Yeah. Talking about the gene splicing and the at the the smallest level, we had that story about the U.S. Army uh, buying that lady's uh, corpse. Yeah, and that 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 meant we talked about that. This clip came on the news last night. Should I play this? Yeah, play the clip. Run it. Run it. Run it. Is it audio? Clip is, yeah, just play the audio. I can't hear it. Is it on? No, there's video, but yeah, it's on. I can't hear anything. But basically, they found buckets of heads, arms, legs, things tied to other things. They started putting bodies, coolers of severed penises, body parts attached to other body parts, human chop shop right here in Phoenix. So I didn't realize there was, and then they mentioned the husband whose lady, um, his wife's body was sold for $6,000 to the military. So this undercover chop shop right here in Phoenix, they're showing him right now, Jim Stafford, um, was selling parts, not only to the military, but think of what they were doing privately. Think of what kind of crazy research going on with the different cells and genes. Why would you need a cooler full of penises? Well, that's, that's a hot the, commodity. This is just what oh, police yeah. walked what? into when they Mold raided dildos, this place. Hey, you, you don't think Mold enlargements dildos. like I think if you're cutting people up in just a straight black place market, like that, bro. you're already a psycho. So you, cutting penises off isn't that far. You don't away. think you could get you don't think you could get a new one sewed on? What? Like a bigger penis? There's a lot of people that go. Like to so, the, say he, they found trans, out somebody is trans. Well, check it out. He found a um, a, a freezer full of penises. And in this human trafficking uh, dude's bust, like they found, like they opened up this freezer and it was all these penises. So 
I'm thinking, like, say, a transgender wanted a rocket, a, a Johnson, yeah, a rocker, like a 12 incher. How much would a 12 incher cost in the black market? That that's part of like you know trophy honey. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's dude. Trophy that you get. Yep, shit. I'm gonna stay out the streets. You know what I'm saying? People could be coming. You better be for careful me. when you right. get one of those bins sight. You're gonna <laughs> open it up and be a fucking. There'll be a bunch of fermented penises. Man, I'm gonna tie penis. mine to my leg from now on, dude. Right, Pickle dicks. dicks. <laughs> what are you doing with the parts? Just doing experiments and shit. They're selling, selling them, them. Yeah. But yeah, for probably, profit. They're probably they're, slanging the organs. They're getting them the from Planned Parenthood. They're getting them from places like that. Like, oh, kind of like that place in Arizona that you were talking about, that mm-hmm. harvest body oh. parts. Yeah, exactly. This one, though, is black market. So that's one of the biggest oh. in the country, that other one that's we talked about. Yeah. This one was just straight up, like, Undercount not following shit. any rules. Yeah, so yeah, sure. when that I said cooler full now, of penises, that was to shock you on, like, how crazy this place is. The motherfucker said, fuck build a bear. We're going to build a human. Yeah. And then sell what we to buy it though, sure. you could build a Frankenstein. I'm sure with the yeah. cost of a uh, yeah, there you go. With the cost of insurance and like surgeries in the country these days, there's a lot of people going underground to get like so transplants and things. That's like why that, the man. conspiracy theory on this is is that you should not be a donor on your driver's license. I'm not. If you go, if you're, if an ambulance takes you to one of these hospitals where somebody's been compromised. You now potentially have a doctor that's going to pronounce you dead when you could be saved. Yeah, just now to you're grab worth, that yeah, organ. It's a right cash grab. He gets twenty yeah. percent. He gets whatever his cut. He's looking at it like, should I save him or should I just get this hundred thousand yeah. dollars right here? Oh no, exactly. he's going to take you know that I mean? hundred grand. Oh, yeah. I need that. And now upgrade. decisions are being made because keep in mind you got people knocking on the back door going, "Yo, we need more arms. We need more penises. We need more everything. <laughs> we need more babies." Which is the scariest part. We're talking I, babies. <laughs> that's what you're getting from Planned Parenthood. I like how penises was number two on on your list. Yeah. Hey, hey, but on the expedited list. Sho- that's the shock value so that you yeah. realize how like not legit this place yeah. was. This wasn't like a government sanctioned facility. They're which, just what would that mean? Shit like that. Yeah. This is just straight up. So that was just to kind of recap that because I used to think a lot of this was fake. And there's people that have been talking about this for years. Not fake, but I mean sensationalized. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, whoa, this is real business. And there's people Damn. that go to work every day looking for baby parts. So with that's black markets like that, like that extent, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if there's people that like actually don't even take donors just kidnap people yeah. you know what def- i mean and that's have them urban legends have them tied up and then you have like a video feed that's going and people are like oh well, he's like well we got this arm going for right here yeah. what and movie could, is it like i wouldn't be surprised what movie no like that's Terminator. from supernatural it's like robocop i wouldn't be surprised if a lot <laughs> like of them are illegal immigrants kind of like robocop yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it already sounds like a movie because in super in supernatural like the dude would kidnap people and he and like all these monsters and vampires and everything, he would sell it to them on the black market on video, and people would just be like, "Oh, that looks so delicious!" And they would like, you know, Order bid parts. on yeah, on mm-hmm. an arm, on a leg, it's like, like from dusk till dawn. Yeah, playing yeah. body parts out of guitars. That could be the cart. That could be the cartel. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some type of black market like that in oh, underground. Yeah, people taking homeless people. No, or... I would like to say what Alto said was he said a lot of them are undocumented people. And let me stretch it even further. When people are trying to cross into other countries and they're, and not they're dealing with coyote t- style mm-hmm. things, and there's a whole van full of people, I guarantee they're getting sold to another country. And they end up not thinking what it was going to be. Well, that's or, why it's all the missing indigenous women yeah. on the reservations, but also black women are, are amongst like, the most unsolved cases like in this country. And nobody's talking about that, right? Nobody, Nobody bats an eye. Think about, yeah, like the, the as many of women that go missing on, on in um, in these reports, but how much the, the cases are just 
yeah. pushed to the side because same with mexico yeah the yeah. ladies over there like there's a high number of women that disappear annually over there mm-hmm. just get kidnapped right become sex right slaves exactly become, when you yeah. talk about like the when you talk donors. about epstein the epstein cases and these young girls missing all this stuff um and there's a lot of there's a lot of truth behind behind um when you talk about real conspiracy like going like really deep down and how there's a conspiracy with the um What's called the skin pig- pigment, the me- melanin, the melanin, uh-huh. and how, and that's why they specifically kidnap those women, especially black women, because the the melan the melanin yeah, they can in their extract skin. Melanin. Oh, they got wow. the complexion for the protection. No, but they're rich. The their, their skin is rich with yeah. melanin, with pigment mm-hmm. and melanin. Yeah, this blocks oh, this like vitamin E to that's us. Wild. Yeah, and then to the people that have no pigment, it's cancerous. So the sun will kill you, whereas to us, it gives us life. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot, of, there's a lot more than just the corruption of what people are doing, uh, with, whether it be Planned Parenthood selling bodies or whoever selling these body parts. Is when you look at culturally, you look at ethnically, all the stuff that's involved. That I, I, my my brain can't even wrap around that, like extracting somebody's skin color, right? Like you should get a new suit. Well, that's what I think. There's suit, a lot more going right? on than we've ever heard about. You know. Oh, yeah, man. People believe I mean, in crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. If you can think of it. Yeah. it people used to, Aztecs and all that used to sacrifice heads to the sun god. Yeah. You know, to make sure it would come up. Make sure that vitamin around. E kept pumping. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure the sweet. vitamin E kept so, coming. <laughs> and I'm sure there's like crazy, crazy shit. Celtic, Celtic uh, beliefs and Viking beliefs. Vikings used to scream at the sun when it, was, when it would get uh, an eclipse. What? And they would yell at the sun. Ah, Why don't we do that? They would make it go away, and they would yell at it until they would move again and shit. And they thought it was their screams that helped that. the sun god and shit. Would it go away? Well, it's a it's a it's, it's an, an eclipse. eclipse. So yeah, so hey, no. it moves. <laughs> they got sore throat first. But that's yeah. what they but it they thought over. they thought it was their screams and shit that yeah, made it go away. Cool. So it's like move out the way, stupid, you stupid sun. So now we got cycles, man. That think they're doctors and shit. And we got other psychos that pay those psychos to like cut people up. Look shit. at that painting on you the know, take their organs the out and sell them. We have like these Christian missionaries that go like help other countries. This lady's killed like two hundred people. She finally got convicted or whatever. She's like a self-proclaimed doctor, you know, like she's helping. And these kids kept dying and dying in this poor, poor African country. So it's pretty well hidden, you know, because they're already malnourished and stuff like that. And it took like over a hundred cases or something before they like caught on that she's basically a fraud, you know. And she's misdiagnosing, doing whatever, acting like a psycho. It's like, crazy. What? Which is not quite where we were going with that conversation, but <laughs> that's just on a level where she thinks she's helping people, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So it's a crazy world, man. Yeah. Crazy world. A lot of yeah. crazy people in it. We're all crazy. We're all way. crazy. We're a, a little we're bit. a virus. <clears throat> sure. We're, we're, we are. It's like the movie Taken. Oh, you, you know, didn't go there. I can't believe you went there. Uh-oh. Why? Well, I'm saying, dude, <laughs> talking about, uh, you know, it's like. You know how they said it's all about from the, the airport. But it's big business. It is, That's a big dude. business. Yeah, and why did they kidnap his daughter? They were like, we want $10 million, whatever, whatever. And it's all about money. You know what I'm saying? Because like, either way, they'll get the money. They were getting more for her, too, because of the fact that she was a virgin. Yeah, and they slang Ooh, them. Ooh. See, now he's really getting into it because now you're getting into the sacrificial mm-hmm. things Man. that they could do to the body that you can't get. Exactly. Well, that's, that's, that's a high price. Dang, well, I who's paying? Are you serious? There's three of them. them. 
Yes. We're barely on part one. I know, but it's good how you. Yeah, I don't mind the spoilers. I'll I say like part one's the best. I never seen yeah. it either. So I'm just like, hell yeah. I watched part one. I've watch never watched tonight. the other ones. Part one was great. He's like, same oh, thing, did. different person. You've never watched them either, Franco? <laughs> no. Not even I, the first one. I don't watch movies. What? I'm blind in my left eye, so nah. in, the, hey, in hey. the movie theaters, the depth. I'm just fucking trying. I'm not blind either. But you really don't watch movies at all? Not even one movie? I'm too fidgety. No, no, no. I, no, I, I go to the movies every now and then. It has but to be triple X rated. Yeah. So <laughs> I could only watch it in short clips. Like five minutes, go back, five five minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, six, six minutes. It takes, him, it takes him two days to watch the 60-minute movie. <laughs> Have you guys ever watched the full porn? Like the whole never, yep. never, never. Debbie never. does Dallas. I've tested myself too many years and have. never been able to do it. Oh, you've actually tried before. To always, watch one? I always, yeah, I, I always start off trying to watch it. <laughs> you watched the whole uh, whole porn before? I have before. Oh, not uh, me. I have. Yeah, I have too. And then you gotta fuck. It's fucking sucks. And then you gotta stop and find another good one. How do you deal with the blue balls? How many you never had blue balls? Before? Oh, you've never had blue balls? Never. No, it's confused. the worst. Yeah, I've never. I've heard oh, it's very painful. So pretty much yeah, when you have blue, when you have you blue balls, bro, about. you could like you could beat like three out and it's still not gonna go away. You have to literally like go to sleep and kind of like just relax your body, dude. For what? Three blue balls. Blue balls are something oh. different. What, no. what are you talking about? You, you know what I'm talking about. Blue balls blue is ball. pretty much where you get turned on so bad and nothing happens that your nuts just like cramp up so bad. I jack off too much to ever, ever in my life get yeah. blue balls. It's like I'm always <laughs> squirting. Okay, then, juice okay then Psych knows what. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've experienced it one time and I thought it was like somebody punching me in the stomach. Dude. Yes, like, that's how like, it feels. Dude, yeah, somebody yeah. punching you in the stomach but in your nuts. But the way yeah, I got so it was... I got it from from fucking uh, just grinding on a chick, dude, and nothing ever came about. Yeah, that's what I. Okay, that's yep. what I was like, so you're just really horny. My understanding, and then I just fell out. Yeah, and, and then you got yeah. yeah <laughs> or if you're, or if you're just chilling with a chick and she just turns you on, dude, and she's not trying to fuck, but she just goes so to that limit. Yeah. All right, calm down. Well, yeah, you know. So it's all right, dude. It's all right to hold a couple nuts back, dude. Nothing, nothing's gonna happen. No, no, I'm saying like when it goes, Aza Rami's tearing no. open a condom wrapper right now. No, no, I'm saying when it, goes, <laughs> when it goes to that extent, if you're just chilling and it goes to like that and nothing happens, like then you'll still be turned on and you, you could possibly get blue balls. I'll go in the restroom and fucking He's talking about like it's a real thing. You could possibly get blue balls. Yeah, 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 dude. It's real, for real. Come out like, of gusto. So. There are a lot of victims. I'd say there's yeah, millions of victims. Two hours not of dry humping. humping and, a lot of yeah. dry humping. And, and that was when I was like 15, you know, fucking. Then going home with that condition, that's what I'm calling So you allow yourself to get teased. <laughs> so you allow yourself to get teased. Hey, there's to the millions point where of victims that have suffered from blue hey, balls yeah. in just America oh, alone. Let's right. let's be responsible and I get mean, the wording out happens, there, dude. It's not something that you could like <laughs> prevent from happening. Yes, dude. you can. Just jack off. <laughs> yeah, you could break. You could. No, 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 you could break like, in your pants. <laughs> Don't let it get to that point. Be like, bitch, are you gonna? What the fuck? Take care of it. That point, you know, you're really not like trying to do nothing like that far, but it gets to that point, you know, like. Just yeah, oh, dude. Man. Like, I, I can't. No. I got a. Uh, no. I got a disclaimer for all listeners. <laughs> Make sure never get blue balls. <laughs> rub one out. Nobody's rub ever one out, man. Hey, off. yeah, dude. I like well, you want to get testicular cancer? I so think rub the thing it that actually makes people get it, uh, like make you get it quick is like if you get hard, all turned on, and then it goes down. 
and then immediately like within like maybe 10 15 okay. minutes later you, you like get turned back, back on again dude and then it hurts yeah and then, like, that's the media it's kind of weird how it happens dude like you got the clap i love the conversations yeah. that jamal gets involved with <laughs> This is the most he's talked about all the more. That's a Blue balls and dicks in the freezer. Because this happened before, dude. Blue balls, that shit fucking sucks, dude. Like, that shit fucking hurts. Like, and then, yeah, you got to fucking rub one out. You got to rub one out, dude. Wow. A couple times, actually. You guys ever one, done the th- 30 days and 30 nights? <laughs> 30 days, 30 <laughs> nights. Yeah, you ever done that? Get it all out. Have you guys, hey. no, no, have you ever done, a, like, nothing for, uh, or 40 days and nights? Have you ever done that? What is oh, that? Oh, 30 days. No, night, like no masturbation, no sex, no, like nothing. What? Like, no, oh, no, not you know what I was going to ask? He I did that. No, I did crazy. that one time for 40 days. And hey, forget that question. I was going to ask, what's the most jacked days? Off during those 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Magdalene was at home fucking selling her body. <laughs> Make it. Hey. <laughs> that was one Lent. While her husband's over there walking on water, getting high with 12 dudes. Huh. How many cold showers were you taking per day? Actually, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I was right. working out a lot, though. Man, <laughs> no, was, that's how bad it was, dude. Well, no, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't get blue balls. I wasn't like, I wasn't all sex crazy. I was like, wow. Hey, this fool looked like Rocky, like full on uh, beard, and he was just <laughs> chopping logs at the end of the 40 days. He was just you, like, you know what's <laughs> funny? Is that I, did it with the, I did it with the group of guys that worked at this warehouse. And Ugh. Look, that's uh, gross. No, we were all like, dude, let's not do it for 40. Let's see if we can go Lent. So it's funny, like, somebody will come in, man, you know, fucking come in, or another guy will be like, I can't do it, my wife, like, she won't let me, so we're like, cool, and we just kind of had this competition, so a bunch of us, like, tried to do it, Um, oh, you know what, no, I was one day shy, actually, one day shy. What what was the, uh, what was this, the 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 breaker? breaker. Uh, I don't remember, see. Was even worth it for me to remember. Man. How do you know you're cheating? Was there, like, a string attached to your taint? What are you talking about? And if it rips, <laughs> with the other guys? Off. You know, <laughs> hey, no, no, no. I know how it is. You know it turns how red if any fluids <laughs> come out. <laughs> no, instead of wrapping a fishing wire around your finger to remember that one thing that you're not supposed to do, you wrap the fishing wire around the head of your penis. On your testicles? Yeah. Oh, even better. <laughs> no, you know what sucks is that's kind of like a, a, that's kind of like a, um, the, the washer that you use. You know that fucking... That, rub- that rubber band you put on your shit so you can extend longer. Cock ring? There you go. Oh, a C ring? Yeah. Oh, I- it has like that little, like. Chill out, chill out. Little. Little. I've never seen <laughs> it, it looks like a hair tie. i see if that's what you're talking about. It like comes in the bonus pack with like the little, jelly like, and the. Weird thing on the side of it. Go back to dicks. Okay. The you up like a bowl. I know what you're talking about, but I've never used it. So I got the limited edition Rick and Morty ball gag. No, so I know what you're talking about, but I've never used it before. You're yeah. used the one that goes over your balls. A what? Like a sock? No, it's like a rubber band type of deal. That's the that's, yeah, that's a cock ring. Yeah, yeah that's the cock ring. You, you put it on backwards though, Dolo. Only, it's supposed to go on the top, not on the bottom. I only use the one that fits my shaft. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one there is. Yeah. No, there's one for the balls. Now, shit. Now. Holds it I like in it, a muzzle. Yeah, it, it holds it, makes it in you a last muzzle. Longer, like it holds it in a it holds it in a velvet bag. Well, you're talking about the ones that are like, they're they're like fucking hair ties, right? Like they stretch out, like, right? Isn't this supposed to go around your balls and your shaft? Like both? Whoa. Seriously. That sounds uncomfortable. No, because, (laughs) yeah, because that's supposed to make you go for a long time. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Never used it. Yeah. I just use the regular. That would hurt, dude. I think that would hurt. Use your mind to not go so quick. 
because then when you're supposed to, when you're put on your when you put on your actual dick after you get a hard on, it's just supposed to keep that you know keep it strong, keep the blood in there. But around your balls and your dick, supposed to keep it so like the blood, um, it the blood the, the, the sensation in, of your balls, like you're not you, you're not uh. You know, it's like wearing a condom. Wearing a condom. You know, my mouth. Yeah, you know, like condoms like desensitized. <laughs> so that's essentially what's going on, and you're yeah. just going longer. Really cutting off blood circulation too. Pretty dick. much, yeah. How do we go from 9-11 to cock rings? Uh, a fridge full of dicks. Eight, because they... Uh, and then we started talking about uh, yeah, masturbation. We're talking, <laughs> about war. We're talking about porn. Mikey took us there. Hey, this is... Well, when the video wasn't playing, I just started reading what was on the screen. So that was straight from the new channel. So a cooler full of penises. I read it word for word. Okay. <laughs> that sounds yeah. interesting. I just got a kick out of it. The subtitles? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I knew we couldn't hear it, so... Them blue balls. I fucking hate subtitles, bro. Because then I'm just reading instead of watching what I'm supposed to be watching. <laughs> oh, dude, my dad loves subtitles. I trip well, out and the I. The news did those bullet points. You know I, mean? I read the Body subtitles points. in Spanish things, even though I know Spanish. <laughs> but I'm reading the English <laughs> subtitles. It's like I know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make sure. So, yeah, they distract you. From the <laughs> yeah. Ay, carajo. Scrolling. So we'll be at the Michelada Fest today, right after the show. But last week, uh, before we left you guys, we did talk about going to the International UFO Congress in Phoenix, Arizona. It was downtown at the Cheraton Hotel. Mm -hmm. It was fucking dope, dope, dope. It was super dope. So so we left right after the show. We watched the Khabib fight, right? Yeah. We dipped after the Khabib fight. We dipped to downtown. We all take a little road trip and... We show up and right off the bat, we interview this fucking dope ass dude. Remember? Smoking a cigarette. He looked like Doctor Strange. Like Wolverine. And yeah, Wolverine. The, school, the skinnier version of Wolverine. Oh, and he yeah. had the uh, fake Doctor Strange uh, like uh, beard. Wasn't he one of the guys that was on? Yeah, like Doctor Strange. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he uh, well, he, he was a because he, he was a speaker. We by, I remember when he was back inside. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was a speaker. speaker. Yeah, oh, he I was, don't remember. We have his name. Ancient alien. We're gonna we have his name. We're gonna play his interview. Yeah. And the research are we talking oh, about here? This is us uh, just walking up to the Sheridan, not um, even getting inside. My name is Andre yet. Knight. Not my even knowing how it was. Yeah, not even knowing where we were at. We we international UFO congress. What brings you here? The civic center. We're here a little bit. International UFO congress. Once we got past that was a hot day. You guys had all the equipment. Oh yeah, it was hot outside. Dolo was in the uh, in the uh, Jesus Jordans, <coughs> USB. Um, but yeah, we were out there. The Sheridan was. Uh, it had a couple people outside. We National they looked UFO suspect, Congress. So we walked up what on them. We introduced uh, ourselves as the uh, men in brown, and uh, they were definitely uh, wanting to talk to us. So uh, a was a was official, man. Shout out to Dolo. He made us all uh, our gear, and shout out to Franco because. Uh, uh, executive coordinator got us into the building, so wow. you know we'll talk about that a little bit more. But we infiltrated um, it at first, straight infiltrated. Yeah. We got oh, just to let the listeners know, uh, we did this all for you. We bum rushed the space and uh, they booted us out. Now there's no uh, way we're gonna miss this one. So right, we came back in. So let's let's uh, start with the first interview for our listeners. That's the first guy. As soon as we got there, Miguelito's gonna pull time. it up. The International UFO Congress. <laughs> What brings you here? Uh, we're here to listen to some amazing speakers, learn the new information that's come out, and share some of our own research as well. What kind of research are we talking about here? 
Um, well, my name is Andre Knight. My particular research is in the history of religions and what influenced them early on and how they grew up and what lines up with historical facts and what was doctored over time by politicians and priests to kind of enhance their own power, shall we say. Uh, so I'm not directly in the UFO field, but some of what the ancient people saw, because UFOs aren't a new phenomenon. They've been visiting us for a long time. Some of what the ancient people saw back then is what influenced a lot of these stories and myths that get passed down to us. And uh, where are you visiting us from? I'm from Los Angeles. Hell yeah. Um, how long have you been studying this? Uh, my entire life, really. Formally, the past 20 years, but really my entire life. Since I was a kid and saw the first science fiction movie, I'm like, this isn't entirely fiction. There's some of this that rings a little true. A lot of this is not new knowledge. It's in our DNA. It's passed down from our ancestors. We remember it. We need help remembering is what it is. So it's like I'm just now putting facts to the things I intuitively felt as a kid, really. Unlock that special thing that's trapped in our DNA that might just spark up that, that memory. Yeah, so. We just need a little spark, a little something to get us, get it triggering. Yeah. That's basically it. Have you ever had a close encounter by any uh, means or anything? Um, I have to say I do. Um, not the usual in a farm field flying saucer beaming you up. I do. I play with astral projection a lot when I meditate, trying to send my awareness and consciousness to different places, different times. And I ended up, we always say in a ship, but how do we know it's a ship? It could be a room somewhere on the ground, but the architecture was definitely not human. It was a totally different style of architecture. And there were these beings, and as soon as I appeared there, one of them turned around. They were hooded. I couldn't really see their faces, but one of them turned around the moment I appeared, walked right up to me, touched my third eye, said, you're not supposed to be here yet, touched my third eye, and I was back in my room. Boom. I wish I could have some profound knowledge to share, but that's all I got to see. Man. Let, let me say something. That's why I said he was the doc <laughs> Dr. Strange, because he said he deals in astral projection, mm -hmm. and that's what Dr. Strange does, so... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You think that's his hero? I don't know. I think, uh, you know, he had a lot of good to say. Uh, I was interested in his perspective because he was coming from the religious perspective, not from the conspiracy perspective, per se. Does that, that make a conspiracy. You know? Yeah, this vato yeah. was right there, right at yeah. the sidewalk before, right outside the hotel. They were yeah. smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Him and his homies. Yeah. So we approached him first, and then we walked into this beautiful big hotel, dude. Jamal's like, I've never seen the hotel with elevators. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> He's always stayed in motels. <laughs> the rooms are on the outside. Yeah, he was impressed because there was elevators. He, he said elevators, but they were, were really escalators. They were escalators. escalators. <laughs> he didn't even say it, or say it right. Look how air conditioning in here. So we get there and the, everybody's telling us, oh, third floor, because they see us with our mics and we had already interviewed that fool. So we had our shirts. Us, like, like we, we belong there yeah. in the shirts. We are wearing from the great beyond. T-shirts with our little alien dude on there. Yeah. So we go third floor. Franco isn't there yet. He was. We all met up, but he got there maybe 15, 20 minutes after us. A wizard is never late. He shows up right when he's supposed to. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He showed up right on time. Always on schedule, but never on time. <laughs> <laughs> so we get in there, and we're all pumped up because um, Nephilim sees uh, Dr. Lin Kitai. Yeah, the Phoenix Lights lady. He's like, bro, that's the Phoenix Light, that doctor who made the documentary. 
So I'm all fucking excited too. I get I bust out my Zoom and get the mic, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll give you guys an interview." So as we're waiting, fucking security lady comes and kicks kicks us out because we didn't have passes or anything to be in there. We just walked in. We, we just walked in there. The spot. And what's funny, dude? And I, we, I, not, Mikey wasn't even there. No, Mikey wasn't even Ma- there. Mikey's the that's the. So at pass. that time, it was Prodi, Jamal, Alto, Psych, and I. And I, so when they kicked us out, we just fucking, you know, we throw that card out there, the 102.9 KDIF card. And at the time, I think you were on the phone with him, right? When I was talking to that lady, I was like, yeah, he's with the director. He's on his way. Cause she asked me for a card. So you got a card or anything like to confirm? I was like, no, but the director's on his way. He's like, okay, what's, and then she just started texting. So I'm going to text the boss. Yeah. Cause we asked, can we get a press pass today? She's like, yeah, the owner's here. So she texts the owners, like, there's these fucking hoodlums. All tatted up. All tatted up. Smelling like weed. Looking the way they look. Yeah. And maybe five minutes later, she's all right, you guys can go in there. She gave us wristbands. Hooked us up. And she said, "Uh, we can interview people. Just be respectful. I was going to say, they said that we we just go in there respectfully. They gave us our respect, and we were allowed to. Well, I was a dick to her at first. I put the mic right in her face when she was kicking us out. Well, I was like, fuck it, go out with the bang and we're going to get kicked out. Yeah. So I put, can put the mic right in and be like, no, don't do that. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. Hey, we did have to work those politics because if we want to get technical, we I just explained, hey, look, nobody ever checked us coming in. So let's go back and talk to your people. <coughs> and she kind of pushed it off as the lady being new. So then I said, okay, so we didn't do anything wrong. We let's didn't. start over. Because you know, we didn't sneak in. We walked right in that Oh, that lady let us walk in like it was Sunday morning church. Greeted us. Everybody greeted her. It's the mic, bro. It just made us look legit. Have yep. a mic in your hand for yeah, some reason. Two cameras. Or hey. Oh, yeah, cameras. She, she she recognized the Nephilim team. We were, we were, we were the uh, word of the streets. We were supposed to be And there. then I had the camcorder with the tripod walking around with that bitch. Oh, that was after, though, because Franco brought that later. Yeah. I didn't even have the camera yet, but you had yours. And you, yeah, it just looked, we just looked like we belonged there. What's the name Until of the... we kicked us out. <laughs> what was the name of the guy from Ancient Aliens that, that uh, King J and them Childress, got for? David, uh, David, David Hatcher. Ch- oh, David Hatcher. Okay, so he was there, too. David Hatcher Childress. Yeah, yeah there you go. Guy. Yep. And then there was one other guy there that was pretty big, too, that was uh, on Lazar. There. I wish. No, the director. No, he was there. It was the director oh, right. from the from the Lazard documentary on Netflix. He was there. Yeah. Oh no, director that guy, guy just looked like Lazard. Yeah. There was a, Laz- a couple Lazard lookalikes. Jay was good. Jay believed us. Yeah, the Lamundo was uh, reporting. They got a little uh, or a pretty high uh, activity of UFO. Yeah, Telemundo was there. Yeah, they're walking they were. around. Only, only reporting uh, news channel. No, it was something else. It wasn't Telemundo. Remember, this, the guy had a Telemundo shirt. But his microphone's in something else. Azteca mm. Visioners. It's like one of the. That's one of their things. Like one of the mother stations. Yeah. I think. Uh, or maybe like their new. Azteca Vision or something. Yeah. That's like the one that That's owns like a Mexico bunch. Shit. They own like Telemundo and a bunch of the little other Mexican. <coughs> channels. Like the world news. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in Mexico, those are the the channels and shit. Mm-hmm. Azteca. I was. I was gonna ask. Uh, you know, once we got in, how did you guys? What did you guys think about the atmosphere? Because oh, I, I mean, loved it. Yeah, it was, you, it was quiet, huh? Was, quiet. That's what I was gonna ask. How was the energy? Nephilim. It was Nephilim energy. It was all Nephilim in there. Yeah. 
There's a lot of rocks. Like they had a lot of rocks, which, you know, promote positive energy, crystals. Yeah. You know, take away negative energy. But, but, but honestly, the other thing too, is it was kind of weird. Like, um, there was one guy who was just on like the shaving cream and soaps. He was what? He was in the corner. It was something like, uh, something shit. It was like beard bomb. And it wasn't anything like you, what he wasn't like informational about anything UFO. All it was, was his product was called UFO something. Uh-huh. So he was just selling like literally like shaving creams and like a uh, beard balm and like deodorant. He was selling like that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. But it was like, how the hell did you get into like yeah. why why are you here type of thing? So I, I, there was a couple of those that were more there for to sell stuff, but it wasn't even like I will. I guess the point I'm getting at is it was really serious, like the tone, right? And people were really informational. They had experiences. But it was like you saw this kind of someone going in there just for the money. I feel like that kind of cheapened it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, did you guys see so, that guy? So you're saying all the spiritual healers in there uh, were just uh, oh, pulling true? my no. chain? Yeah, I mean, they were just pulling my chain? True, true. No, you're, no, no, no. I'm not. No, 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 that, no, no. Because here's my thing. I wanted to ask about that too because I'm glad you brought it up. But remember, that lady put that ring around our arms. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. And, you know, Alto was like, hey, man, you know, like, it was a piece of plastic, like. Yeah, that, that shit's fake, dude. And, <laughs> no, for real, because my, like. Hey, but you were, you were sidetracked by the chick. So, like, that's like, how they yeah. get you to buy. No, it's pretty it's much for, like, they yeah. pretty much, like, yeah, like, so yeah. gravity balance, and yeah. balance and everything. How do they do it, though? How, do, how does it work, though, you think, so, like? Um, I don't, I don't know, but like, I don't know if it's fake or not. The way, the reason why I'm saying that because my homie, was fake. My, when we went to the uh, the mall, they know. had something similar that was just like that. And when he had it in his hand and how they balance on you, he dropped it out of his hand, and it was like he was still balancing like that. And he picked it back up, and the dude was like, "Oh, all right, right, right." He like I mean, he pulled him in close. He's like, "Oh, you the first one that's ever done that." He's like, "Don't be telling nobody." That's so that, it. after that, I was like, oh, okay, so imagine, okay. yeah. Your body, your body auto, auto corrects the second time. So your body, you, so like you lose balance. Yeah. So your body already knows, okay, I got to adjust here. Naturally, it's minor adjustments, but that's what stops you from balancing or it's whatever. It's probably such a light, like tension mm-hmm. that when they, when you do go to do it, your body has so much, yeah. you know, tension ready to spring that's up. What, that's like when you, uh, so if that's one was sitting in the chair, or for example, if Alto and Jamal went to try and pick up Franco right now. Have you seen that? And this is like a light movie. as a feather. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, light as. And a then feather. you smack your hand and you do this whole thing and calm our energies and everything. But really, you're just holding your arms up. And now, just just from that, you put your arms back down and you get you gain that strength from like that contraction or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then the two people can pick up the person. Let's the try to do that. Yeah, I was I was like, should I try it before we say how it works, or does that affect it? Because the whole time yeah. I'm telling you it's all mental. And yeah. I'm telling you. Just like when I do a levitation, which I don't have sneakers on, you guys, I can't do it. What? Hey, he levitates. He's gonna that levitate on the show next week. Oh, I didn't think of that till just now. Yeah, that would have been dope. But yeah, it sounds like there was some of those people there because I wasn't gonna discount any crystal healers or anything. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, rocks are cool. You know yeah, what I mean? dude. Gems are cool. But if they're like selling it with a powder like right. that, yeah, yep. that's fun. Yeah, remember the uh, cash grab. Yeah, I was going to say the, the the way that the chick was presenting it, like, you know, like she had this little, like, it looked like two little leaves, like, covering, like, her tits, you know, and she was just, like, really, little like, she just came skirt. out of the jungle. Scantily clad, yeah, she was just, like, wearing almost nothing. Called out from behind the table. Oh, yeah, the Hainita. And there's just yeah. two guys s- s- sitting there just staring that were, like, her 
yeah, workers. Just, yeah, like, making sure that. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, her tits were barely covered. Yeah, barely. They're at the UFO fucking, conference. You like, know? if she tripped, they were like, they, out, they, down. They were out. Or a small gust of wind. Or if you yeah. look through the right angle, you're seeing a little nip. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, one thing Tolo came back with was the microphones are going everywhere because. We don't always know what's going on in that convention center, but it's the experts of something. Yeah, you know? like yeah. every week or somebody trying to learn something. Every week, yeah. Congregating to meet right that there. dude from Ancient Aliens, dude, David. Mind blown. We got headquarters at Willie's Tacos. David you know, who? Base camp. Yeah. Uh, David who? So I, David Hatcher children. So when we oh. got there, this Vato. You guys met him. Yeah. This Vato James Tyson. He has his own podcast, The Oracles. He let us set up. The Zoom Zoom with his mics because he already had mic stands and shit there. Much much love, much love. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna play that right now. Yeah, much love to him because he was from British Columbia and he did let us use the setup for Linz as well. Yeah, so let's play this and uh, And he helped 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 entice him from the oracles, the podcast, spiritual, supernatural, parapsychological. I know. It's one of those things you gotta say out loud. You're going, what the heck am I doing, man? It's like parapsychological. It's like ufological and. All the other logicals. How often are you doing your podcast? Uh, it kind of goes back. I did an internet radio show four years ago. It was three hours long, live, nine till midnight on the Pacific Coast. I'm out of Vancouver, British Columbia. And if my client or my guest was from the East Coast, that screws it around because it's like midnight till three in the morning. So I left that about 2018, got asked to do a podcast. So now I try to upload a new episode, and they're about an hour and 20 minutes long. And so people can listen to it on the way to work. Uh, I try to do that Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it's at theoraclewithjamestyson.com. And uh, Follow the just little talks with people who've seen ghosts and experienced things and UFOs or what af- like whatever they want to talk about. Do you always have a guest? Is it guest-centric or do you ever do yeah. episodes by um, yourself? I can ramble on by myself. But as you'll notice here, I can talk for no apparent reason for an hour. But uh, I usually have a guest on who's an author. Like uh, we're sitting right now with uh, the desk with Dr. Lynn Kitai, who wrote the book The Phoenix Lights and did all the, the documentary. Uh, did the documentary and stuff like that about the Phoenix Lights. A really interesting lady. A book? Um, and coloring book. What I've been doing at the conference here at the uh, UFO Congress is I've been kind of moving around and I'm setting up interviews with not only not only the authors but the psychics and and see you know who else is here so i've got a list of right now adding it to my other list i get about 46 interviews to do when i get home smart and i can do them here like what we're doing now is i got we got the mic set up but uh because it's an hour and a half long hour and 20 minutes it's a bit of a pain to grab somebody off out of their bench right sit them down for that long or even uh there's a lot of people who've experienced things that are walking around here which is really cool so we've been doing that too, kind of grabbing them, but only for 20 minutes at a time and maybe put a big one together later. Have you had your own experience? Yeah, I've been seeing dead people ever since I was a kid. I used to did the shadows in the room kind of thing when I was a little kid. When I was 16, I was in a really bad car accident and the driver of the other car uh, was at the emergency room and he pulls up, the ambulance pulls up, he gets out, his kid's with him. The ambulance crew and the hospital staff taking him away. Kid looks fine. And I uh, find out from my parents later on that day that the the little boy had died. Well, the little boy, he'd be about five. He had died. And I said, well, that's wild. Because, man, he looked looked good when I saw him. He looked healthy. It must have been internal injuries. 
I remember my parents staring at me like it was freaking nuts because he had died in the car. Oh, and you saw his... And I saw him. I described him from head to toe. And then as a policeman, later on, my next one that was really stuck out was a car accident, a three-car accident. I pull up, and I was relatively new. It's a rural area. And there was a lady standing up beside the car, a looking at the driver's died. side, and I'm looking around, going, oh, i got witnesses. Not a big deal. And I get out, and she's gone. And I can't figure out where she's gone until I look in the car, and she's the dead person. So she's doing the thing like, what the, am I doing here? How do I get back in to that? So that was a little disconcerting. Um, and then a couple of years ago, and I'm holding up a pamphlet here. This is uh, UFO sighting tours. Uh, we went up to Sedona, Arizona. <laughs> was he still that, that exchange right there, those two lines, I'm sorry. I wasn't taking him any less seriously, but he said that so casually. <laughs> yeah, yeah he did. It, it took him, but <laughs> he wasn't there, so he didn't know what this dude was coming well, with. I did him. not know he was going to. I mean, these people are quick. Like, he yeah. was ready to talk to you. You guys had yeah. these people in the zone. Yeah, there was no half step in here. That's their passion. Yeah. Without, I was going to say, he does this day in and day out because yeah. you just don't have that. His answer was just like, I've been seeing dead people since I was a little kid. Way before Boom, the here's movie. Here's my first. Yeah. Shout out James Tyson. Check out the Oracles with James Tyson podcast. Yeah, thanks again, man. Because of him, we also got a lot of other people uh, to uh, speak with us and help yeah. us out. And he was a huge help. So thank you for talking with us, James. And uh, great uh, podcast. I, I uh, wanted to research his uh, podcast a little bit more. I think too. I do too. Yeah, yeah so he, he interviews people who's had encounters or no shit like that. So he wants to talk to us. Because we talked to Person X. So he wants our take on Person X. It's crazy. So he wants to hear kind of our, like what we took from it. Uh-huh. And then maybe get Person X on there later. Because he does it all over Skype or some shit. Okay. Because yep. he's from he's in Vancouver. So it's all. Yeah. Unless we go out to Vancouver. Shit. Yeah. Too many well, that DUIs. That would be a fun trip. But yeah. It's cool that he at least does it over Skype. He can't <laughs> do the five minutes there. He's yeah. like, I got to have an hour and 20 minutes. Is that what he yeah. said? To, hour to and 20 minutes. do my thing. Yeah. And he says he has authors on there too. So that's how Lynn kind of came into play. Uh, Kitai, she is an author. So, uh, you know, he has a lot of people that produce books. And stuff. He blessed yeah. us with the with the station, you know. So Sight got to interview Dr. Lynn. Yep. Very cool. It opened up the door. But uh, really cool. Very well spoken. Yeah, yeah, but that's you went straight to the source. You find that guy who can walk you around. And yeah, just he's our guy. To the meat of it, man. He was yeah, not yeah. only the, the, the he, he he not only uh was like uh you know the people that have passed on's guide. He was our guide in there too. Right. Yeah, so we got we found the right guy. And that all came from just having the courage to say something, to having the yeah. energy to walk in there like that. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. He showed no, he showed us nothing but love. Yeah, and you got straight to someone who could, who's obviously a. In the know, a veteran of the community. It was that. Hat. Oh, nice hat, by the way, yeah, James. And suspenders. Yeah. James is going to be listening to this podcast, so let's give him a nice shout out. Yeah. You have good luck with Canadians, though. I'd say. Yeah, awesome. two finger. We got two finger. Two finger Corey, our two golf finger buddy. Two finger Corey, our yeah, golf buddy. Yeah. Now we got the oracles. Interview with Doctor Lynn. Yeah, how was that? Were you Were you nervous? I gotta first? say, I was nervous, and sure, I don't even get good. nervous. You know, if everyone watches the trailer. Uh, and I was like moving my hands back to back and forth together. I was, it's like, I've never really been, I've been to a ton of cons where I've done, uh, artwork with like seeing like, uh, you know, creators of comics, Jim Lee, like all these people and, you know, been like super, you know, grateful to see them and everything. But, uh, 
something like this just kind of like uh right up my alley because in my own way i've been kind of researching stuff real real early on too so you know i've been into this conspiracy stuff before it was super popular and you know i really didn't care what people thought about you know what i was into but i was always just trying to find some new you know information onto you know some uh some lie that we've been told you know so, or at least in my mind so this whole thing is perspective you know i just try to find find uh, information and make the best decision off of that information given. And then you also interviewed that other girl, remember? Tuli? Tui? Tui. In the dress? Yeah, and I forget her name. Yeah, let's give, her, let's give the audience a little Tui. Singer, Tui songwriter, actually. publisher. And 2019 International UFO Conference again. Uh, we are here with Tui Snyder. Uh, Tui Snyder is an author, photographer, uh, singer, songwriter, and uh, today, or over the weekend, she was here. Uh, we have this for the viewers that can see on the video. Uh, there was strange ships that sail in the skies. This is a report from 1897, uh, the Great Texas Airship Mystery. Uh, it says, hundreds of airships were seen in Texas skies, but what were the Texans really thinking during this time? So back then, thinking 1897, you have to think how long ago that was uh, a plane or anything of like a, a that sort of uh, sighting would they probably wouldn't have known what it was at the time it says uh, Tui Snyder scoured the newspapers from that time period to reveal the many different theories and reactions people had to the mysterious UFOs they saw along the way she made surprising discoveries so uh, we are here now with Tui Snyder hello Tui nice to meet you I'm James nice to meet you James thanks for having me thank you and uh, Tui with all the information that you have here so it looks like you collected a lot of the clippings from the, the previous newspaper articles that were released about the uh, this specific scenario. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, I heard about one in particular. I'll show you a picture. So this is a photo Tui showing us right here. This is uh, Aurora. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Aurora, Texas. This is a space alien grave. And I was kind of new to Texas, and people told me, oh, you really ought to write about this space alien grave. And I thought they were pulling my leg. But I went ahead and I went up to the cemetery and I wandered around and I found this headstone with like a little cigar-shaped craft, little portholes. And I'm glad I took the picture. This was 2012 because someone stole it shortly after. So that's Shame. This rock is gone. That rock is gone. I, didn't know that was I hope real they find it. There's the actually a reward out for whoever Scary. stole it. Wait, that's I, a know, fake that's site? That's just wrong. I don't care what's there. You that should be the taking Nessun it. Yeah. And so... Oh, go ahead. I'm going to say, I thought that was the only incident. So I thought, I want to yeah. write an article about this. I'll, I will do some research at the, you know, in newspapers and at the library. And then I discovered there were hundreds of sightings in a six-week period in Texas, especially in this area. And what, what part of the, uh, is this like a pretty well-known area in Texas? Like what, what is the uh, town, um, you know, is like any report. specific? It's a tiny town. There's 400 people living there. It's Aurora. It, it, uh, it was a boom town, but then they had so many problems, and it, now it's just this tiny little town. There's more people in the cemetery. Like, there's 1,800 graves, and there's only 400 people living there. Are they, are they, is it, what kind of town was it? Uh, well, it was, a, 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 like, the early settlers in the late 1800s, it was a, a boom town. They had cotton gins, they had farming. It was doing really well, and then they had a lot of problems. They even had a plague, basically. And then this, they had a spaceship crash in 1897, and they just buried it right away. Like, ah, you know, we've had enough problems. <laughs> so so it seems like it, the information was covered up, and, and you've kind of undug some of these relics that were lurking around and, and hiding for other people to see and kind of do some new research, right? 
Yeah, so I, I went through the newspapers, and I, I, in their words, what were they actually saying? Because there's a lot of opinions that people have now, but we have the benefit of science, the benefit of news, you know, and movies, and we have a real vocabulary to describe something we see in the sky. Back then, they barely even, you know, yes, there were, there were motors, but they were a rarity. So if you heard something flying overhead, you would say it sounded like a swarm of bees, or it sounded like bird wings flapping. So... I, I have all those accounts and how they, what people actually said back then and what they thought. And, and it was 1897, so that's almost 1900. So people thought the world's going to end. There were preachers saying this is proof that this, uh, this is the end times because of these things in the sky. So it, people reacted with a lot of fear. That's, that's very interesting. I also do see uh, you have a book here. Now, what, what it, because I do see that it shows that you're a writer, photographer. What, what's your book here that you have? This is the first book I wrote. It's a, a travel guide to offbeat and overlooked places. So fun places. It includes a chapter on the Aurora Space Grave. And then I just kept um, researching that and researching that and researching that. But this book actually here, this is my most popular book. It's a, a field guide to what cemetery symbols mean. Because we have forgotten the meaning behind them now. So we see, because of Hollywood, we'll see a star. And we instantly think, oh, pentagram, oh, witchcraft. But that's not it at all. And so I, I kind of wanted to have people to understand what our ancestors were really meant. That's very cool. Um, is this available for purchase online? Or how can uh, the listeners and the viewers uh, get a hold of your uh, books that you have put out? Oh, if they go to Amazon, all my books are on there under Tui Snyder. Don't put a Y in it. <laughs> and Or they could go to my website, TuiSnyder.com. But all my books are available on Amazon. That's very cool. Well, thank you so much for your time, thank Tui. It's a pleasure. Yep. Um, and we will give you the information so you can log on. Uh, we have uh, KDIF 102.9 FM. Uh, and then also the uh, yeah. it's going to be the uh, Great Beyond, which right? is the podcast. Well, I believe I so. I because no, um, I gathered that from that conversation. Yeah. And then when she said that, I felt like it confirmed. Even, yeah. yeah, because the symbolism and all that stuff, uh, it kind of goes back yeah. into like all the witchcraft. Because I was going to say, know, that, I, it was, well, I wasn't going to blurt that out in the middle of the thing, but that was just, if I'm reading her behavior, that was the only word I had in my head. And then when she said that fact, I was like, yeah, she's definitely. Well, who dubbed it She witchcraft? studied the arts. Yeah, who dubbed it witchcraft? When did that come into play? Is that Christians. like. That's a good I think point. That, yeah. But it was Christian. Yeah. Or like, but Wiccans. Like, yeah. uh, Chicken shamans are considered no. witch, witches then because they practice the same thing. Witch, witch doctors. doctors. Witch doctors. Yeah. But they're just that's that Nephilim. Yeah, that's that Nephilim connection. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're connected yeah. to them? But no, because me and him said uh, witch oh, doctors at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, Jinx. We like. Hey, but for real, shout out, dude. Good reporting. That was like your first time on the. On yeah, the that, oh, was, yeah that, that was that uh, was yeah. that was I. You know, we went all in for the people. You know so what I'm rubbish, saying? We yeah. went all in for the people, and uh, it was actually really fun. And I think that there's a lot more for us to undig for you guys. You know, we went in the gorilla style. We, we just did. showed up and talked, yeah, said, this is this is why we belong here. Yep. This is why you want us here. Yeah. And bringing the news, the this report the straight to you guys. This so is the one who made the Fucking understand. This is like straight Vice News. Live and direct. The doctor. This is the one who made the documentary. Oh, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is the doctor. Yeah. That's how exciting oh, This, is, this is heavy. People, people. We have. Yep. We have the. Uh, the oh, producer, uh, the woman that filmed, her we name is Lynn. Person. She's a doctor. This, yeah, this is heavy. Yeah. That was dope. And then I think there's a clip of us getting kicked out. <laughs> See if you could play that one. 
This is bonus material for the listeners. Yeah, bloopers, outtakes. Outtakes. Can they find this online? Walk right in here, huh? Yeah, I think I might buy her book. Well, some stuff is free. Remember, so they said you could come check out uh, the third. Yeah, some there's a part that you pay, and then there's a portion that was free. I want to check out the four dollar level. There is. (laughs) What do you say about that? We might have to send in an agent for the thirty. For the thirty. Here and yeah. I no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, we don't have the press pass yet. All right. Well, um, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's how you get kicked out in the hood. It's like tripped her. He's like, watch. Pushed her down the stairs. They just, they just abducted us out of the. We just got kicked out of the Nephilim convention. <laughs> Make sure to tune in too from the Great Beyond. Where do, can we get that today or no? Okay. I love that you guys are still talking into the mic though. She, her voice got clear fast. She, no, out. no, no. I'm out of here. I'm doing that. Yeah, that's when I, like, I was like, yeah. it got from far away to like. <laughs> what other bonus? Is there another bonus clip in there? Yeah, there is. So here's you getting your press passes and coming back in. All right, let's see. <laughs> Work that way out. They're going to give us a press pass. Shout out to KDIF.org. Make sure to tune in every day. Yeah, I'll be already know, probably right here where you're tuned in at this uh, UFO convention. It's about to get real fucking interesting up in there. Blood it's about to get real with these interviews. Know, Let's go get our pass. Press pass now. Yeah. Because now you're going in. Yeah, right, right yeah. there. Excuse me. We have the, the power. We have the power. <laughs> hey, we even found the back way into like the tech center to go hey. into the actual... Oh, I saw you. The it, it was of the... it was like they granted us clearance to Area 51. That's how hard we stormed the doors after it's that. Like, it's like, all right, excuse me, we got Dr. Katai 1205. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went in there scheduling interviews and shit. Yeah, it's straight up. She Psych, did autograph. You got, tw- you got 20 minutes with Psych, Dr. Lin. Yeah. You uh, have. Psych <laughs> you have a psych- hey, you have a you have a Psych review, Dr. Lin. I just am impressed at how thorough it was for you not knowing you were going there and doing that on that day. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He that found out awesome. during the podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. That, word, was, that was last word. minute. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm out of the loop. Uh, I don't know if you guys have a group chat going on like online well, or something. No, we found or... out last minute, too. Yeah, yeah I was all no, like. You just found out a few hours after. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was all, I don't know how fun. long ago everyone knew, but I was. And I was with Jerry Day that week. so Yeah, we didn't know. We were eating at Willie's the day before. So crazy. We we're just heard the height of the street, yeah. So Willie's is like base camp, and I don't know who heard what, but I read, it on, the, it. I read it on the news. Oh, Blood General, you like see, AZ Central or something. Okay, then we weren't at Willie's. Co- I put it on probably the, at Willie's and you got the message. Yeah, maybe I put, that. I, I put it on the <laughs> on the group thing, the cannabis cactus group. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Hey, so the Blood General was scoping the streets. Sure. Where's yeah. Willie's? We need to start using the messenger one. Facebook. Yeah, I'm on Messenger. Yep. I, somehow I'm confusing two stories. Facebook. Somehow I'm confusing two stories there because I remember me and Tolo were eating at Willie's and he's like, "Yeah, we got a." Oh, must be the different the furry. We, we got to oh the furry the convention. Fur- so yeah, we got the furry take, convention. So we're gonna... Oh, that's already coming. Yeah. Oh, we gotta get costumes. Well, I'm trying to get that 12 inch uh, black market penis before I hit that furry convention. I'm gonna stop at 12. I've been to a furry convention. You have? What did you dress up as? Uh, I wore the rental Easter bunny from our costume shop. Save it Save it from there because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to I want to. I want to borrow the gorilla suit for that. From the Suns? Yeah, we can do that. He has one. 
the Phoenix Suns grill. It looks like it. Yeah, my buddy. Put on the Phoenix Suns. My Sun's buddy jersey. and his yep. Barkley wife, jersey. We all <laughs> drank. We drank in the parking lot, tailgated, and wore Easter Bunny suits. Went in instantly out of place. Every it's too customized of a community. Did y'all so fuck? Like, no, but we what? Went some panels. <laughs> Barnyard role playing. I went and sat in classrooms. You so. didn't dry hump nobody like in the barn or anything. <laughs> no, no, we were shamed. They costume shamed us. Oh, like so. Basically, a sheriff came up. So this guy came up dressed like Doc Holliday, straight head to toe. The sheriff. Like, you all have been noticed. And we're like, what? My friend Blair, she goes, are you costume shaming us? <laughs> no way. Because he goes, you guys are in here in rental costumes. You know, most people have custom suits. Like, what are you guys doing here? And I was like, why well, own a costume shop that we just closed down and this is the rest of the shit? Like, we just got dressed up and came here to see what it's all about. We were like trying to be serious. Was it like a horse? You're like a joke. You're like, like a joke yeah, to them. But was he a horse or was he a real yeah, person? Yeah. No, no, he was not dressed as a furry. Okay, he okay. He was dressed in costume. Yeah, cause, cause... So he was the head of the security team. He actually had a thing in his ear and like was taking care of the event, uh-huh. but was also like role playing. So he was talking to us like Doc Holliday. Whoa. And they said, you guys are welcome here. Here's a map. You know, check out some of the panels. I really encourage you to educate yourself. Did he say to keep your penis in your costume since you're an outsider? It wasn't overly sexual until I got to the VOR panels. Have you ever heard of VOR? No. V-O-R-E. And then there's micro-VOR. The fetish with this is that, like, you're a little teeny tiny man or whatever and you're being eaten by like a woman or whatever and then she like digests you and like swallows you and it's all this creepy art based around that like being eaten out of a bowl of cereal and like you're helpless or whatever and there's a lot of like there, a whole fetish paintings or what? There, yeah paintings drawings on your ipad just like uh, alto does on those programs or some of them are but digital. Of what you're what you just described right these different fetishes and what? the ones that stuck out was the vor which is people eating people and and then the microvore, which is tiny little people, and like really that, like was it more stuff. of a man or a female fetish? No, or just both? Yeah, both. Not I mean, true. I saw a girl. Lots of people selling their art, but in these uh-huh. panels, they were talking about seriously, like they were talking about being dominant and submissive, and then had a girl on a leash, and Blair couldn't handle it. She was cracking up, and they just asked her to leave. But I stayed Whoa. in there like thirty minutes and just inside my little. Just trying to just hold it together, hold it together. Because the questions that would come from the audience, I mean, you just can't write this stuff. You can't make what, it. Up. What kind of questions? Well, just you learning, uh, learning about how to have this kind of relationship. Yeah, what but what kind of questions if you can remember? How to, I don't, I don't. How to submissify your pony. Yeah, like, right, what right. kind of hooves yeah. to get. I yeah. mean, they talk about that for a minute. Different kind I of watched the documentary to, on it. So what you could be a horse and, and neigh and all that. Collars. I tried to. I tried to break me in one, but it escaped, and I never know what happened to it, dude. It just ran wild in the streets. If you guys really want to do the fairy convention, I'm down to give that another go, bro. And and we can, if you can go in there and sit in a straight face, they'll let you stay in there. But if you get guess what, guys? I applied for I applied for the press passes already. Check it out, man. How much time do we have? It's in January, so we got time. All right, I gotta talk to my cousin. My cousin makes the like uh, like those like dope suits. Like and apparently, this suit started like three k. Yeah, well, hey, I could get. Hey, I'm gonna holler at my cousin, and it's gonna be like a wolf, and it's gonna be all sick with it. The dude, part so. that freaked me yeah, out was some of the dope. mechanics of the suit. If he still does, yeah, the mouth, dude, it's freaky. Like the the tail would like move, yeah. so it makes your like ass looks sexy or whatever it gives you yeah, like, like moves with I your body like, yeah you know who's yeah. under there so <laughs> i was like this is 
too much. It's not just a furry suit anymore. They built in a lot of the. Do they have, do they have, do they have yeah. little pink buttholes on the back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, bleached buttholes are a must if you're going to attend the furry con. Yeah, and yep. anybody who wants to attend, check out some boar first. See what kind mm-hmm. of stuff you're into. Get you ready. You will go in totally clueless. And if you just look at some of this, you get it's all get into all this deviant art or whatever. I got one question. Was anybody getting off to this war artwork? Yeah, as far as I know, it's a fetish. Because when you look at it, honestly, but like they were if you like, just looked at one picture, yeah, yeah. you might think this is just art. Because let's say it's a little tiny man in a bowl of Captain Crunch. You know what I mean? What's and weird he's about to, that, he's right? About to be eaten. But, but yeah, it's like a woman like about to like tongue the spoon, uh, and, like, yeah. swallow oh, it. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's somebody like just like <laughs> taking it home for spank bank. Yeah, like, I think so. Wow, I, mean, I can't be erotic art because I didn't have any firsthand accounts of anyone Nor did I. But after seeing it and did look, it turn you on? Up on the internet. No, I didn't see the connection at all. No, I just couldn't weird. hear. Hey, did any of the furries turn you on, though? That, yeah, like for real. Nice hey, tell the, yeah, like? tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Was there any, like, horsies? I with, probably like, have a picture with the SWAT cats. You remember the fucking cats that uh, Yeah, they, they were cops. And, they were, like, yeah. the detective cops. Yeah, yeah, they were there. So I got a picture with them. There was uh, – my buddy went as pink. So I had, like, a few suits. So we used bunny suits, and he uh, was too tall. He wore the pink panther. And that one like was popular. Yeah. Whoa. So, we're in the so he suits. got played. They're like shaming us. Like what? The f- they thought we were making fun of them. And like, he what got are y'all played. Doing here in fucking rental suits. They were coming up to him to take pictures. Like, dude, you got a classic Pink Panther? Where'd you get that? Like that shit popped off. And he's like, whoa, it's not for sale. It's not for sale. Back off, furries. You know. You know what I would expect? I would expect for like a girl to come walking on the floor and rub up against me to for say it. that she liked the costume or something. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah. You're like, no, I didn't oh, get her yeah. love for wearing the bunny suit. <laughs> she rubs your head and like kind of going She's through your She's not purring. They have cooling stations. That's where you see everyone's face. So it's in the Continental Hotel. You go into one of these big back banquet rooms and there's just huge PVC pipes with big fans connected to them. Just blowing out air everywhere out of every tube or <laughs> Oh, so you can shove it up your suit. Yeah, so you, yeah. you take it and little... put them in your suit. Your suit? You put your helmet on top of it. On one, leave it on one of them like a little hat rack and it cools it. Did you lick, so did you lick the, the PVC pipe? That's the only time I saw these people's faces. They do not... A lot of them are well known online and like won't show their face. It's faces. like they're famous or whatever. And you yeah. can't destroy the, the, image. the spank bank. Like yeah. the yeah. Luchador. Destroy yeah. it. it would, yeah. They're fans. To be know. humanized would be no more yeah, bonesky, so you know. You go in there and it's like a safe space or whatever. I don't know. It's crazy. But that's why I got everybody. <laughs> no, but this is the part that got me there. Totally normal looking people underneath. Now you got some like strange characters, you know. And you got some people that are really into like some crazy stuff. But then some people are like, this one dude's like, yeah, I work at Best Buy. I fucking love this shit. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, I've always wanted to be a dog or whatever. I don't know. And he all was right, like purple. a big, all right. big dog. Hey, so instead of beds. I just acted lucky. like I understood. Was there like hay piles instead of like beds? Instead of like <laughs> yeah, chairs? You know what like, I mean? Like, like the horses There was hotel parties. And... So as soon as we caught wind of like, oh, fifth floor, this, that, we were hopping in the elevator. Of course, we didn't have a hotel key. So we were just like, oh, yeah, so-and-so told us to come up to the fifth floor, 531, where we ended up in this room, dude. And they're all just sitting around like they don't know how to talk to each other. They don't know what to do. It's like an eighth grade dance where the girls are on one side and the guys on the other and they don't want to ask each other to dance. That kind of vibe, you know, like maybe they use drugs later or something and get freaky, but that room wasn't about to get freaky. Were they out of costume or in costume? Introverted personality people. Were they in costume or in their attire? Cosplay or not? No, they were taking their, they were half dressed or whatever, you know, take their hats off or whatever or 
whatever, just chilling in this hotel room, but just smoking weed, yeah. hanging out. Like, I wonder I'm going to be a dog, but I want my feet to be out and my balls. <laughs> <laughs> balls hanging oh, they have, behind. yeah, so some of them have big, giant furry balls dangling out the back. I have my toe in the front. That is the perfect costume oh, is to dress perfect. up like a dog and like a dog just naturally yeah, has his dick out yeah. already. So. Paint it pink. <laughs> Paint it pink for the evening. I, I trust us to play it cool because we're going to have a lot of laughs, but if someone approaches us, we'll talk to them respectfully. We'll, you know, but you're not going to be able to keep it straight. The lipstick. I need to get in. I need to get in this spot. Dude. <laughs> We just gotta go make sure that we're not making fun yeah, of them. Because they, they probably saw like you doing that. It's like kind of like how like no, no, it's like they their blackface, right? Stay. So they wouldn't have let us stay if that were the case. We were able to hold it together enough. Nice. And, uh, the what it took was a lot out. of beers. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the more beers I had, the more just I was like, "This is fun." The the more did, were you ever, were you ever in your standing there? And you're like, "This just feels right." Hey, Doc Holliday <laughs> walked up. No, I was sweating. <laughs> That's why he's growing his beard. It was sweaty. That's why he's growing his beard. Yeah. Become a it's real furry. Yeah. Yeah. A real furry. A human furry. A human furry. I think I have a. I think I have a few pictures, probably somewhere. I'll show you guys. I want to see those. Privately. Nice. Dude, that's a good insight, though. So, so at least you got the experience. We're going to go in there like vets now. Yeah. yeah. That's what exactly. I feel. And now I'm looking forward to that because I was really walking the line of, you guys know I'm shameless anyway. And Blair, <laughs> Blair uh, my buddy's wife, she's equally so. And she's she's a good wingman to go out and we drink and have fun. and Always end up, you know, meeting friends because she's outgoing. But she had to keep me, like, going because I was, like, getting, feeling like we were crossing the line. Not wanting to, there was just. They were all taking it so seriously that I knew us just walking in was disrupting the scene, you know? It's too good. But if you do it comp- anything with confidence, it, it, you will survive. And we made it through that entire day. <laughs> the panels, the yeah. artwork. Kind of like we did the UFO yeah. conference, you know what I mean? Yeah, you guys yeah. did that with gusto. Man. It, it looked like you've been preparing this for weeks as if it would have been a tragedy if they kicked you out because you prepared these interviews and yeah. things. Good it would have been a tragedy. Really, you've been preparing your whole life. I did get the uh, documentary from Lynn Kitai, Dr. Lynn Kitai, Kitai, sorry, Dr. Lynn Kitai. Uh, she did sign it. Um, she said to keep looking up. Was it? Yeah, keep looking up. And uh, I watched the documentary. Uh, I wanted to bring it here so we could peep it out, you know, yeah. watch that uh, uh, documentary uh, as well, and then maybe give a little uh, synopsis of it over the, the next couple shows or something, you know. Just peep it. It's a lot of info. I'm, I'm interested in that. Yeah, the most info. fascinating thing about her was her background, that she yeah. had nothing to do with anything besides being a medical doctor. Yep. And then she couldn't ignore it anymore. Disappeared yeah. for seven years to do the research to make sure she had her, you know, That's ish cool together. Yep. Well, 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 go on the YouTube channel, Road Clip Podcast, and there's the video interview with Psych, and we can actually play it, play the interview at the end of this episode, I'll play it because it's 20 minutes long. Oh, cool. Stay tuned for that. So I'll just keep it for the end of the episode. So if you guys want to stay tuned and listen to Sykes interview with Dr. Lynn Kitai, it's dope. Interesting. She gives out a lot of info. She gives the website. Do you remember the website? ThePhoenixLights.net. .net. Yep. It's old school too. That website yeah. looks like it's from the 90s, bro. Still running. Yeah, Still running. No changes, just upgraded <laughs> info. Yeah. Yeah. She's got all her Polaroid pictures up there. Yep. I think the most recent ones are from two thousand something. Five. Two thousand and five. When the when the other sightings came across uh A Z again, the lights came back. So she hasn't seen them in a while though, right? That was the last time she saw them? Yeah, her her documentary is uh pretty much kind of going against the claim not kind of, it does 
uh, have information against the claims that it was uh, flares and that the uh, official standpoint on the uh, situation here in Arizona when those lights were seen by you know hundreds and hundreds of viewers that they were uh, fl government test flares and that wasn't the case you know so they were too perfect to be flares. yeah too many witnesses yeah. mm -hmm. metrically perfect to be she had no two flares line up no flares get it. They go. Yeah. yep they and go. when they come straight down too brother we're like mm -hmm. at an angle like that you know yeah so like yeah, the, yeah, those lights flew over uh, our restricted airspace, which is never possible. Nobody could do that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they were flying so low. Huh? Yeah, she mentioned... Uh, like the restricted area, restricted zone? It's uh, 1,000 feet, so it was uh, something above 1,000 feet, which is like... Um, Only helicopter space. Right, right. Basically. So it was so low that there's nothing that should have been that low ever without us actually putting it there and so what happened when it when it finally like did it just leave or did it slowly disappear and nobody's like what happened to, or went away uh i some do say he saw him disappear like go up into the atmosphere or disappear like just like just it, vanish it, like a cloaking yeah or more vanished yeah oh, like okay. a cloud like it just kind of disapparated or whatever yeah, you know yeah. kind of just yeah. huh it was it was material and then it eva almost like looked like evaporated yeah. or just dis disappeared kind of like a ghost yeah ghost like did. i know they tried to explain the marfa lights like something like a, a highway so distant that the headlights or something were yeah i seen that i saw that video on youtube when yeah. they're trying to explain it like that but it made no yeah. sense every night from what like from 9 p.m to like 2 in the morning you'll see these fucking crazy lights and they, uh -huh. they, they blink. Night. I couldn't say I saw them move, but I kind of felt like they were. You know what I mean? But also, they just there were so many of them. The Marfa lights. I was like, how Marfa. could so many headlights be? I don't know. Uh, but that, I don't know if that's a similar as what these looked like or not. Yeah. There was another claim, too, uh, back in 1975 uh, here. <coughs> <laughs> Beatboxing. Beat a double man uh, for cheese. <laughs> Told you, I sneeze, Nephilim I sneeze at least three times. Yep. Welcome to UFO Burger. Oh, in threes, he sneezes in threes because yeah. he's a Nephilim. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, welcome to. He's yeah. a nephew. Yeah. Welcome to the nephew. I'm a descendant of a Mongol. <laughs> I got the beer sweats right now. Ooh, all the bad stuffs coming out. Got the beer shits. Ooh, Ooh even beer worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Budweiser gives me the beer. And shits I ran out of underwears. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's get the mics ready. Let's wrap the show. Let's hit up the Michelada Festival. Yeah, Brody, cool. any closing words? Final thoughts? Meet us at the Michelada Festival. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> just shout out everybody tuned in. And it was a great show, man. And um, we'll be back next week with some dope information for you. Um, if you got any requests or anything, definitely hit any of us up right here. And we'll be glad to bring it up and look it up for you and let you know if it's a fact or a factoid, you know. Factoid for hemorrhoid. King J. Yeah, or iPhone or Android, you know. Bring your phone in. We'll Just shout out to Roach Clip Podcast, Cannabis Cactus, uh, KDIF, Style Phoenix. Stand up. Yeah, and uh, if you guys are at the Meech, we'll be there at the Meech. So catch us at the Meech. And have a good day. Meechorizo Festival. Go and see Mitchell. Yeah, shout out to. Uh, to still being here for another day after that experience yesterday, still thinking about it. Oh, I want now you can t talk about it. Right you want to talk? You tell it better because you kind of saw it. I mean, I was just driving. so we ran out of beer and I wanted a more another eighteen pack. What was yesterday though? 
Friday the Thirteenth. This happened like and at eleven thirty. Full moon. Yeah. So we go get the. Me and Frank will go to QT, grab some beers, and on our way back, right, right in front of the office, right here, dude. Before we turn into get into the building, this fucking car is driving, dude, and he turns his fucking car straight into us, bro, to come head on straight into us, dog. Like no joke. And this fool, like, cause we're talking, dude, we're having some kind of conversation, like a you deep know, thought. deep thought. And then all of a sudden, I just hear that this fool's eyes get all big. Franco's eyes get all big. And he's like, what the fuck? And he swears, bro. And we almost hit like this. There's like a pile of like big boulders on the side. Yeah. Dude, we got. I swear, I thought we were going to like go right into that to avoid that motherfucker. But he straight up turned his car straight into us, dog. Like, no joke. I just saw his fucking beams, bro. I thought, I was like, fuck, he's going to kill us. Yeah. It was was a trip. So he. And then, like, I barely swerved it. Like, his car rocked our car. Like, like yeah. Him going by. Like, you could feel it. That's and how close it was, bro. Yeah. And he just slowly... It was crazy because he just kind of drifted. It was just the last second. If it was like another second, it would... I don't know if they, he was suicidal or what, dog. Or coming from the bush, Alaska. I just spent That's all his I rent thought. money. No, but he was right. already. The crazy like... part, no, he's driving straight, though. All of a sudden, his car just turned straight into us. Yeah. He fell asleep. <laughs> no, because yeah. then you go... We see him dip. <laughs> yeah, like, not like... Not a... But also stunned, dude. I didn't even want to chase him or nothing, yeah. dude. I was just like, "What the happy fuck to be is happy happened, to be dog? healthy is yeah, Dean, that's crazy." But so, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of things to shout out. But I think uh, we talked about something really important a couple of weeks ago, and that was like showing appreciation for one uh, another. And uh, I think we kind of stopped that for a second. So just like shout out, you know, like fucking Brody, who's always like, you know, chilling back in the cup, but he's always one of the first ones to step up for anything. You know, Jay's here is the baby of the group, but he, you know, for him to, like, come out and learn, like, anything and everything, you know, Alto's always stepping up, making connections and, you know, introducing and um, doing what his part to make, like, people feel welcome, you know, wherever we go, wherever we go. You know, Sykes always, like, spilling his knowledge and, you know, help build a lot of shit. Um, you know, Mikey, you know, leading a lot of stuff, doing a lot of, like, uh Te- again teaching us a lot of stuff when it comes to the business you know tolo always taking chances you know we're all pretty much fearless in what we do every day so like shout out to everybody at this table you know and then uh i just want to get really specific on that as opposed to just oh you're cool but why you know so fuck yeah thanks bro yeah so shout out to everybody here, man thank you man. everybody, everybody. Well, oh we got the love. spiritual love. water remember uh, water. oh that's right yeah well buddy yeah. Much love to everybody, man. Everybody here and everybody that listens and, you know, makes it all possible, too, man. Showing us love and support wherever we go you know, and all the connections that we're making. So just much love to everybody. Psych. Likewise, you know, much love to uh, all the listeners. Uh, I would like to get more questions or, you know, like comments from listeners because we do yeah. like reading that stuff. It's uh, feedback. Yeah, yeah. feedback and, and uh, shows us. Uh, like what content is really popular in the sense yeah. of what we like and what you know, uh, what what else we could look into. Yeah, what know, the listeners really want to hear. Exactly. Yeah. What can we What can we uh, look into for you guys? Yeah, you know, further now? in depth. You know that yeah. you want to hear. Yeah. Give us. Okay, a, we give got us a you. subject. Yeah. We yeah. got you. Shout out to Arizona, man. A lot of things goes on here. You know, strange AZ. and yeah, strange things that we can't uh, identify just quite yet or or uh, explain, but we're working on it. So. Uh, a lot of awesome things too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good. Uh, and again, like to touch on what a lot of penises, penis, <laughs> and freezers, <laughs> penis coolers. 
Yeah, no, touch on. If you don't need anything, I know a place. <laughs> Shout it yeah, out. Penis cooler. Shout, Shout it out. Yeah, What's holla the at us on the website if you need a, a plastic penis or any yeah. a real penis. You know. Just chill out your penis for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, just a colorful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pull up paninis. <laughs> custom autograph cock ring. Custom autograph. That's it. I know after the show, though, we're all about to all drink this water that... Uh, uh, is about to uh, give us all good uh, fortune in the near future. So I, it was all uh, is that fortune in you right there. there. Speak it. There you go. Yeah. Speak it. Yeah. Pass that. Swig it. Swig and pass. Yep. Swig and pass. Jesus already got I'm going to give myself a goal to work on uh, just to be a better listener because I know it's so easy to take conversations a different direction. But sometimes when I just listen to the people we're interviewing, they have so much to say and I just want to get better at just listening and letting it go. Yeah. That's my goal. Nice. Yeah, shout out to the whole table, like Franco said. Much love to the listeners. Tell a friend, if you already listened to us, tell, tell one friend a week to check out RoachClipPodcast.com. And just tell them to listen to every fucking episode. They're going to love us. They're going to fall in love with us. They're going to try to marry us. And from the great beyond, we're going to continue to do this. This is our 10th episode, I believe. It started as a little thing we were just going to do one episode of and it just became our weekly thing and i love it man it's a structured show people loving it give us some feedback not just fucking double tap us as if throw a comment on there let us know what you want us to talk about let us know what we suck at because i guarantee you suck fucking worse motherfucker (laughs) this is from the great beyond yes Hey, who made this Phoenix Suns mug? This shit's sick, dude. Yeah. I was all looking at it the whole time. I'm like, dude, <laughs> this shit's dope as fuck, dude. Oh, man. I gotta say, I had the beer sweats and I didn't even... We're here at the uh, International UFO Congress. Uh, this is KDIF 102.9. Uh, we are sitting here with... Uh, can I get your full name, please? Dr. Lynn Kitai. And Dr. Lynn, you uh, have some information on your booth here. What What is the information that you brought here today? Actually, um, I am key witness to what has become the most witnessed, most documented, and most important mass anomalous sighting in modern history, if not all of history. And uh, as a personal, uh, first-hand witness, myself up close and personal, mm-hmm. uh, two years before the mass sighting, and I captured 35 millimeter photographs of these orbs in rock solid formation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The experience was incredible in and of itself. But um, then two years later, these phenomena came back at a distance and I felt compelled as a scientist to document them again. Uh, I'm a medical director, had medical doctor. I had no interest or knowledge at all Mm -hmm. in this topic until I saw it up close and wondered what this advanced technology was doing right outside our bedroom window. Yes. Uh, the pictures, by the way, are on the Phoenix Lights Network photo page. You said Phoenix Lights Network? If anyone's interested in uh, taking a peek at the only 35-millimeter photographs that are available of these anomalous aerial phenomena that have been actually analyzed and authenticated by university and military optical experts as true unknowns, go to the Phoenix Lights Network photo page www.thephoenixlights.net and you can see uh-huh. my unique collection because two years after the close sighting that we had mm-hmm. these same lights 
started showing up at a distance, giant orbs. Uh-huh. And I called them an orb because the light did not extend outside the edge, self-contained. Mm-hmm. And they were in rock-solid formation, and it was so compelling yeah. that the sciences and they just had to photograph them. And I actually caught, in January of 97, the same exact mile-wide phenomenon uh-huh. that I would also capture on video during the mass sighting on March 13, 1997. Yes. And as I'm shooting it, it actually turned into a V, and it was so unnerving uh-huh. that the next morning, and if you look at the photos of that series on the photo page on the Phoenix Lights Network website, mm-hmm. the first picture is kind of wavy because yeah. I was shaking. Wow. It was so massive and so unusual that I called around, found air traffic controllers the next morning at Sky Harbor International Airport. They saw the same thing at the same time yeah. over Class B restricted airspace. People don't know this. Wow. 1,000 feet altitude. This is really important data because mm-hmm. not only was it over Phoenix, but it was over Class B restricted airspace. Anybody that comes into that airspace about a 30-mile radius that's 1,000 feet altitude as these were must call into the tower, and no one did. Yeah. So they took their binoculars to look, and in their own words, there were six points of light totally equidistant from each other, uh-huh. massive span over a mile wide, that seemed to be attached to something, but they couldn't quite see what these lights were attached to. And you would hear that again yeah. by thousands of people two months later during the mass sighting, or had a force field holding them in rock-solid formation. One of them was a meteorologist and said that the entire massive unit turned. As a unit, against the wind. That's another significant point. Elevated slowly and moved behind South Mountain and synchronate, as they would say. So I said, so what was it? And there was silence. And then one of the air traffic controllers said, beats me. I said, you're an air traffic controller. You're supposed to know it's in our airspace. They had no idea. They ruled out every conventional aircraft, balloons, Chinese lanterns, flares, as well as even skydivers with lights. In any case, I continued photographing these phenomena at a distance up until and including Uh March 13, 1997, when thousands, for me it was just another night, I had no idea, that thousands of people were outside looking up at the sky at the Hale-Bopp Comet, Uh when they also caught a glimpse of mile to eight mile wide, according to the National UFO Reporting Center in Seattle, Washington. Either these orbs uh-huh. that seem to be attached to something in a V-shape or boomerang shape or actual craft. And we're talking after a 12-year study and two or more people had to see the same craft. Yes. There were 10 different craft. People don't know this wow. unless they read my data. Yeah. Because whether it was one craft that could morph into looking differently mm-hmm. or the perspective from where the person was standing yes, or a parade. And that's ultimately what was concluded because... It wasn't just one or two events, as you would hear in the media. Right. Yes, from 8 to 10, most people were outside, and that's what they kind of hooked on to. Okay? Sure. But the mass sighting started at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, daylight sighting, uh-huh. 5 o'clock hour. Native Americans were seeing it in New Mexico. Yeah. California, between 7 and 11. At 11 o'clock, one of these mile-wide craft covered Las Vegas, reported by two different commercial airline pilots, and they continued. All on the same day? Until 5.30 the next morning, on the 14th. Wow. When the last report that I know of personally was of a Boeing crewman that was coming into Sky Harbor and Uh said that his whole crew saw one of these mile-wide craft 
hovering right over their tarmac. Wow. Also, it's important to note that at 8.30, according to an alleged crewman who called the the National UFO Reporting Center Uh at 3 a.m., there were jets, military jets from Luke, that actually went to intercept and get gun camera film of one of these mile-wide craft right over 7th Avenue in Indian School. Oh, wow. And as it got closer, the lights dimmed, and then the entire thing blinked out and disappeared freaking out one of the pilots that he said he helped out of his craft. So there was a lot going on. Wow. And there's much more to this story. And how the story unfolds is so amazing in and of itself. And it keeps keeps unfolding. Because the morning after the mass sighting, mm-hmm. when I called the air traffic controller yes. to find out if they saw the same thing that I thought was in the same location, it was. Yeah. Not only that, but they shared with me that there were a couple pilots a private pilot and commercial pilot mm-hmm. that called into the tower to report it. We just found out, and I actually put that in my first edition of the book seven years later. Very cool. Um, that there were pilots that saw, which is very credible, that they saw it right. too, right, over Class B restricted airspace. Yeah. And one of the pilots, a private pilot, came forward just last year. It was and Kurt Russell, the actor. Yeah, really? Yes. Wow. Yes, he was flying into yeah. Sky Harbor. He's about five miles out. And he actually saw the same exact thing I was filming at the same time. He saw six points of light that were in a mm-hmm. v, giant V formation. His son saw it, uh-huh. alerted him, and he called into the tower and reported it. Wow. So there, and there is so much more to this story. And I hope people not only will take a look at the uh, website, which is packed, yes. packed with information to explore. Go to the Gap page, and you'll see the mm-hmm. 10 different crafts and animations, uh-huh. as well as the news page, a lot of stuff there. Uh-huh. And uh, and also the book, The Phoenix Lights of Skeptics, Discovery That We Are Not Alone, that I did. I, I pushed my whole medical career aside for seven years. Oh, wow. To, to try take... to find a logical explanation, which I have yet to find. That's incredible. years later. Yeah. And condensed the best of what I found over seven years yes. into 230 pages. And now it's in its third print, 350 pages. Is that the book we have I here? adding it, yes. Okay, that's the and, book we have here. And then uh, once I came forward, I was approached by filmmakers and wanted to do something visually for people uh-huh. so they could hear it from the witnesses themselves sure. and the experts themselves. And our documentary has won over a dozen International Film Festival Awards. We're very proud of that. Yeah. And the latest thing that I've done, because I want to get this into the classroom, yes. is a graphic novel activities coloring book called The Adventures of Sue F.O. Field Observer yes. and Hugh, H-U-G-H-F-O. Very and he's nice. a little alien, and it's yeah. really... It is 160 pages of, of the Phoenix Lights, of the historical pictures, of 80 mm-hmm. crop circles, oh, and wow. activities, yeah. word finders, and crossword puzzles, and all kinds of fun stuff. That is very nice. Uh, just for the uh, listeners and for the, um, the people that don't have access to the website, where can they get the book or the DVDs? Okay. Is... Um, either the website okay. or at Amazon.com. They're okay. all, all three or at Amazon.com. And, the, and they're all available. Uh, the uh, What's the average cost for, like, the book and the DVD? What, what are the, those? The average cost of the book is about $20. Okay. And as, as well as the documentary. Okay, perfect. And then the uh, uh, the I have a black and white version of the uh, Activities graphic novel, which is $10. And the colored version, which is really cool, too, yeah. is $20. That's very nice. Uh, Lynn, one question I wanted to ask is when you were uh, seeing the lights and, and, you know, this mile-long 
visual thing is in the sky. Was there any noise or was None. there anything? That was what was so eerie. Uh-huh. I mean, like I said, there's so much to this story. Yeah. And there's so much detail. I mean, the technology itself was unbelievable. If we're talking about one to eight mile wide yeah. objects without yeah. sound. Right. What's the propulsion of these? And we've never seen anything that even like comes that. close yeah. in 22 years. Plus, some people saw it take off at blink speed without even dispersing the air. Other people saw these orbs detach from the main object, go uh-huh. out into the environment, and redock with it. We're talking rooftop level. Wow. Some people said it was so close they could have thrown a rock at it. And it's also important to note there was not one. In 22 years, over yeah. 22 years, not one report of harm, threat, or abduction associated with the Phoenix Lights phenomena. Can't speak for other things, but yeah. I can for the Phoenix Lights. And there's been a couple movies out there that yeah. are horror flicks that are right. fictionalized yeah. to the max. Okay, yeah. people should know that. Yes. Um, but the documentary itself is the uh-huh. real deal. And and one thing I wanted to ask was prior to uh, you taking the photos, which is what started the whole thing. Were, were you a, a believer? I had no interest. No or interest whatsoever at all of this topic. Uh-huh. In fact, I'm a healthy skeptic. As a physician, you must be open to yes. everything that walks through the door. Uh-huh. But I got to see it to believe it, yeah. and I did. I saw it up close and personal, got 35-millimeter photos uh-huh. that I've had extensively analyzed. There is no answer. They're true unknowns. So yes. I'd like somebody to tell me what they are. Yeah, and I was going to ask, so in the in the 20 years that the, uh, the video footage has been out, has there anybody that has either tried to like debunk the footage or, or say, you know, no, any? No, they can't. I mean, yeah. I've, I've really had it analyze the only explanation and, and how the story unfolds itself is very interesting because there was no investigation no explanation for months right and then finally um on june 18th it was a front page usa today article that opened our citing to international scrutiny we were deluged we didn't have social media at the time and it went yeah. viral overnight wow and that very next day was the first time we heard from anyone uh-huh. from the former governor arizona governor symington that they mm. were he was holding an unscheduled press conference that yes. afternoon, and everybody took it seriously to reveal the culprit of the Phoenix Lights, and he marched out one of his aides with a giant alien head, which really was disconcerting. It Most was. disconcerting yeah. for the witnesses, and kind of put a lid on it mm-hmm. um, until they came out with the flare thing a month later. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more to the story. I was communicating with military and so forth, and I got a call. That, oh, they forgot to look at the log for visiting oh, Air wow. National Guard. And I said, wait a minute. When were the Maryland National Air National Guard in town? They said March 1st to the 15th. I said, were they in town in January? Uh-huh. And she said, oh, no. I said, are you sure? She said, absolutely not. I said, well, I have, I have 35 millimeter photographs yeah. of the same exact phenomena in the same exact location two months before the mass. Wow. And it confirmed the next morning uh-huh. by air traffic controllers as hovering over Class B restricted airspace at 1,000 feet altitude. And she says, you never told me that. Oh, wow. And then I said, and I had educated myself to anything logical, including flares, military illumination flares. I said, you're trying to tell me that flares that cannot keep a formation, they drift and drop on parachutes with the wind haphazardly. They have huge smoke trails that are illuminated by the flare itself. Not one person described that that saw the true unknowns. Anyway, I said, you're trying to tell me that flares that cannot keep a formation traverse the entire state of Arizona uh-huh. in a rock-solid, equidistantly spaced, mile-wide V-formation for hours. Yeah. And she says, uh, I have a call coming in. I'm still waiting. <laughs> 22 years and later. And you had a... They, so they were calling you with... Uh, when well, you, I had called them. And then I had called every military base. I have some of the conversations in my book, and it's 
they're comical, okay? Very cool. Yeah. Because they had no idea what they were. They were just as curious as we were. Wow. And then I get this thing that it's layered. Interestingly, three years later, former Councilwoman Vice Mayor Francis Barwood, who was mm -hmm. the only elected official, who asked innocently yeah. in a council meeting for an investigation. She got plastered by the media, by the way. Wow. There was a lot of ridicule and, yeah. and discrediting and all that going on at the time. Three years later, she was running for Secretary of State uh -huh. to get answers for the lights over Phoenix as wow. a public safety issue and yeah. asking for a reenactment. We get an announcement, three-year National Guards. People don't know this. Three-year National Guards, right before the third anniversary. Uh -huh. And there's a video of what they did on the news page, on the Phoenix Lights Network website, yeah. if you scroll down to AZ Family. Uh -huh. It was a joke. I mean, that, yeah. if anything, put the nail in the coffin for flair. Right. Plus the fact, so they've never been reenacted, uh -huh. by the way. Plus the fact that right after the 10th anniversary, mm -hmm. former Arizona Governor Five Symington, for whatever reason, uh -huh. came forward bravely to say that he actually saw I remember that. one of these craft, mm -hmm. and in his own words, it was definitely not flared, right. but otherworldly. I remember that. Yeah, that was, and uh, I was born and raised, so I kind of went through the whole, uh, yeah, I was a witness, and uh, I seen it. I didn't see anything like what you saw. The only thing we really saw was a really dark, very big shape, oh. and, and we didn't hear anything. Right. You know, there was no sound. Right. So, I mean, it's very yeah. eerie, but again, people were in awe. People mm -hmm. were in wonder, and nobody was scared. Nobody it, was scared. If anything, it... In real time and long term, yeah. people change their lives forever at a very deep level. And that doesn't happen with flares and no, flames. No, it doesn't. And that, that's the last question I had for you. Since the, um, the whole phenomenon and, and this new uh, path that you've been taking in life, has it changed your life? Are uh, you kidding me? <laughs> uh, in, 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 I was going to say in a bad I way. Is never, it like any, no, yeah. actually, it's all been in a good way. That's I've been good. very fortunate. That's good. I, I stayed anonymous for seven years yeah. doing my homework because I knew nothing about this topic, and I was amazed how much credible material there was out there. Yeah. I mean, 750 pages of a lot of, lot of pages of, of really important data. Yeah. And since I came forward, and if, you know, when people say, oh, it was flares or whatever, I know, and, and everybody comes from a different background, different upbringing, different belief systems. Some yeah. people can't deal with this topic. Yes. Some people don't want to, and that's okay. Everyone in their own time, and if you want to feed into the flare theory, yeah. go be, you know, that's fine. Everyone yeah. in their own time. But now there's data. That's why I yes. had to come forward as an educator for over 40 years on vital health issues, yes. as a medical doctor on NBC and USA Cable, and I have my own company. Um, how could I not share this data? Right. So once I came forward, and people actually read it, um, and that's the point, if I can be a credible voice, if people actually look at the data, yes. then I've done my job. And people that do look at it yeah. really appreciate the work, and they learn. And people that have had experiences, that's the other thing I didn't know until the book came out. Mm -hmm. Because I started out as a real healthy skeptic. Okay. Even though I saw something extraordinary up close and personal and got pictures. Right. And, it, and just talking about my own transformation through the process has helped other people transform to a positive place. That's amazing. Well, we want to thank you for your time, Dr. Lynn. This is uh, we're we're really excited because uh, we we have a podcast and we just talked about the Phoenix Lights and that was like our first story and we've cool. kind of been doing the research and to, oh, to meet great. you in person. Uh, we want to uh, thank you for the strength to come forward and to share your story with the rest of us, and uh, we really appreciate the time.
Thank you so, so much for letting me share, because that's the point. So people know that there is much more to the story than they're hearing out True. In, the, in the media or general yeah. public. And every March around the anniversary, this uh-huh. year I believe it's going to be March 15th, uh-huh. we have a special showing of the documentary in the big silver screen of the Hart- Scottsdale Hark and Shea Theater. Okay, it's Scottsdale. It's sold out every year. It's uh-huh. regular movie prices. And yep. not only that, but we have speakers as mm-hmm. well as... The Q&A. And that's where it really gets interesting because we just let it all hang out and we really get into such an interesting discussion. Yeah. People can feel comfortable. They come as strangers, uh-huh. but they leave connected. Is that you said it'll happen in March? March 15th. Take we- a look at the at the at either the Phoenix Lights Network Facebook page okay. or in the Phoenix Lights Network website. Uh-huh. We will be posting and they'll be able to get their tickets uh, there as well. So. Uh, and I always urge people to get your tickets like Early. this year. Last yeah. this past year, we were in two separate theaters because wow. it was just such a, a, a response and it, because it's yeah. such a great event. And we're mm-hmm. so glad to do that for the community. Yeah, this is one of the biggest sightings uh, on the pretty much uh, uh, that's is. known it to man at this point. Yeah, so we, uh, we're fortunate to be from Arizona we and are. have that. Yeah, so we are. yeah, thanks again. We really appreciate the time. We hope to hear more from you in the future and to attend the uh the uh, upcoming uh, video that they show every year for the uh, the documentary. I'm sorry, the anniversary of the documentary. documentary. Yes. And it's also available on uh, on Amazon and also the website. Thank you so much, Lynn. It's great to talk Thank to you. you. We appreciate it. Keep right. looking up.